Like sad boy music, man. I gotta fix this. Hold on. Alright. I is back. What is that, peoples? Are you guys back? Dude, Harris Heller's awesome, but he's got some weird ass music, man. Am I still muted? I was still muted. That's fantastic. You were still muted, yep. Yeah, I was fantastic. I was <laughs> I was like, I'll get back and I was like, there's sad boy music going on right now. Like Harris Heller's got some good stuff, but most of it it's is like music you like smell your dirty socks to. I don't know. Why do you what? <laughs> I told you while we were oh, on the break, I was gonna say some random shit, so I don't know. Bruh. I guess that's it. It's like, is this sock dirty? Like I uh, why? <laughs> why? All right, so we're trying something different. Um, so welcome to the podcast. I told 11. you it would look good. I see. Look at this. Look at you guys see the visualizer thing. Oh, so fancy. Yeah, super fancy. So uh, last week we had a uh, leash table on, and I was looking back, and it's <laughs> awesome. We were able to have a burnt cool meme. Yeah, with the burnt meme, and I was like, that's pretty cool. But the problem was like, as you watch the video, it's like you if you do watch the video, you don't get to get like the full effect. Um, so I was like, I gotta add something, dude. And this, so this time, this worked out really well because it only plays like music, and then when somebody's talking, it does both those things. That's it. So it's like a little bit more, you know. When Yin talks or Zion talks, it'll show something. It's nice. Rather just like just a uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot like staring you down, like deep fried. You know what I mean? And um, I was gone for so long before we started the podcast because I just had to uh, make a uh, an emergency cup of coffee. Oh, man. You guys hear me? Yeah. Nope. Oh, fuck, man. Come on, man. Um, so starting off, man. Yin. We, I always ask us. So you've been you've been in a bunch of these podcasts, man. You're um. You're you're different than any other guest that we've had on. Like, and I mean it as in the sense, like, for example, uh, like Azriel, Dr. Knight, um, Spanky, all these people, they've come kind of from a content creation background, but you you came from just like straight Halo MLG, and then on top of that, you were also a part of um what was the scoring the scoring place? I just freaking blanking right now. Halo um, Tracker? Halo Tracker. Yeah, you have a, a background in Halo Tracker, which is nuts, man. Like, tell me kind of a little bit. How did you get into the Halo Tracker stuff? Like, how did that come about? Hey, hello. That was my mom. Packages showing up finally. Oh, noise. First, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, man. But yeah, so back in like college, I was already uh high school i was already playing a whole ton of Halo, uh -huh. and there's a site called halo charts that had a bunch of cool stats and i was already a stat whore at that point right constantly worried about katie and stuff well halo tracker was a bit more uh underground at the time didn't have a lot of following and so i started poking around there and i kind of like oh my word that what thing is, is that <laughs> that thing is giant dude Right. Oh my word. <laughs> Zion, we're gonna come back to this this conversation. Dude, put, no, 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 don't put it back in the box. Keep it keep it out of the box. Keep it out of the box. We're gonna talk about keep this. Keep it in frame. Yeah, keep it in, yeah, we're gonna talk How about this. How do I keep this. it in frame? What? <laughs> um, you gotta figure it out. I can't keep it in Hang frame. Hang on like the, the hat hook. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, there we go. Well, they're, they're not really hooks. It's like clips for the metal bead that sits on the top of the caps. Oh, okay. So I can't really hook it. I can Is, do... You, you'll figure it out. Put it in shoe rack, yeah. Sure. No, that's too far. Just just hold it in front of your face or something. I don't know. Ah, fucker. 
but that's all three. That's the new mic, the new mouse mat, and the water jug. All right, all cool. Well, we'll do like we'll Hell do a yeah. pseudo unboxing too. So if everybody who's listening yeah. on Spotify go back to YouTube and you can rewatch the unboxing. So I right, continue in. I just little little tidbit of info for people who are listening at home. Yeah, where was I? Um, so you were in college. You're playing a bunch of Halo. A ton of stuff in high school. MLG yeah, so Halo Tracker kind of didn't have a huge following at the time. Halo Charts was actually on its way out. I think Firestream, who was the admin of the site, was kind of transitioning off and quitting. Mm-hmm. And Halo Tracker needed a, a little bit more uh, fluff. But I was doing some basic graphics design in high school. Um, I came up with this like weird design thing. And the admin from that site approached me and said, Hey, you want to do you know like a little signature thing? We can develop that. Mm-hmm. Just kind of have people display their stats. You know, like forum signatures, all that cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. So came up with a couple designs for that, and that's kind of where that all started. From there, I kept doing more graphics. Kind of really gave me some good practice with Photoshop. And that's right. really where I began. So um, you started how'd running. You, how'd you meet that person? Like just playing Halo and you just bumped into him? Oh no, I was just hanging around on the site. They had, the site had a chat box, so uh, we would I would jump in and talk, and I okay. just posted things saying like, "Hey, look at the sig I made because I made it for myself." Posting the forums and such. Yeah, man, that makes, I mean, and it's weird for people who don't know, like back in the day, that's what used to happen. You just like forums were the biggest thing, like forever. It just is what it does. Yeah. And then it kind of moved into like the newer age of stuff. But that's cool that you were kind of on the, the, the uptick of like the newer shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I think about it. Like you kind of transitioned forums into more of like a, uh, like creating a database and a tracker like that is insane you know like how did you did you create the database too did you just do the gra- graphics no, no, like no. so so halo tracker was already in place when i had come about like this okay. is i wasn't even a dev at the time like this is back in high school i had just started doing development stuff um and i was only interested in the fact that there were stats and right. i really just started with the graphic it wasn't until later where i was truly invested in halo tracker and wanted to see more stats that i was like hey let's do like the true skill thing because halo right. reach at the time didn't have any like skill-based matchmaking so i set out to try and create this like arbitrary ranking system just based on the data that we had and that's kind of where that was. but I, I never really interacted with their code per se to, until yeah, towards you- the end of but you came up with the ideas. I mean, to, to create something yeah. as in, involved as the true skill—that's in fuck. That's insane. Like, don't you know? I don't want you to diminish that. That's crazy, dude. Like, you know, that's one of those things where people who are into stats, like, that's amazing. And obviously, now every game that comes out has stats. Now, originally, it didn't really have that much, or it had in-game stats only. But like, yeah. or in some later games, like five years ago had like in-game leaderboards but it's very rare they have that anymore because they know that there's like outside systems that are going to make that stuff you know what i mean um what, so it's cool that you you started doing this how long how many years ago is this oh this is back in like 2010 yeah so you're 10 years ago you were already thinking about stuff that now the industry starting to do yeah. automatically you know what i mean which is crazy brother you make me feel like a little kid because <laughs> 2010 i would have been 12 how four years old it's four. I was. No, three. I would have been twelve. Now I'm four. Yeah, I was like seventeen. Damn, God so damn. You were doing this that's at 17. seventeen. I was still chasing girls. I wasn't worried about fucking Halo Tracker. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I was all about Halo. I was all about Halo, dude. That's crazy. 
Uh, well, I mean, that's why oh you're, you're the title of this podcast is Yin Sanity Sweat Lord for a reason. This thing right? is so fucking thick, dude. What is that? Is that the mat thing? That's the floor mat. For- okay, let's go over the boxes. What is, okay, what, did you, okay, what are you unboxing so, right now? First okay. off, okay. so box numero uno has the water jug. Okay, what are we doing with that water jug? Which is huh? a one-gallon water jug. It's going to be for the stream. I'm only going to use this at home. I'm not going to take it for work. And I heard gonna, you're going to hear I'm this gonna, first, people. Okay. I'm going to go add... A, because of when I first started streaming, I was tapping a one-gallon water jug. I'm going to make an emote with this eventually from an on-screen. Oh, no, if somebody no. takes a clip or something, and that'll that's, be one of the emotes for my chat. That's not what we were talking about at all. That's not what we, what were we were talking about what? before the stream. Or what are you going to do with that water jug for 50,000 points? Uh, yeah, so 50,000 channel points. Lev wants me to have to chug that entire thing. Oh, don't throw it on me. You're so, definitely doing it. 100%. You got to uh, chug that. Second one is... <laughs> A floor mat for underneath my computer chair. Word. So that way I'm rolling around. I'm not stuck on the fucking carpet that's getting the shit beat out of it right I now. I believe it. Look, Let me see. That's oh, dude. what's happening to What's that there, thing. a crackhead floor? Hey, now. Calm down. <laughs> Fuck, now I gotta fix my camera. But For ah. those who are just listening at home, oh, he just showed us his dick. <laughs> Wait, what? What? See if that's even close to right. That probably just fucked my camera all up. No, it looks fine. It's fine. You're good. So what's the third thing? You said you got a new mic, right? Yeah. And then the new mic, which is the... All right, let's see this bad boy. MV7 podcast microphone, for oh, sure. Oh, boy, is getting spances. And it's the silver edition, because it was like 20 bucks cheaper than the right. black. We're gonna, you should do a review on that, so that way I get an idea if I need to pick up that up. Because this this mic is getting old at this point. It's starting to get a little yeah. uh, I need to know if... Crackly. I don't even... So the issue is going to be, I bought this thing, and I don't even know if the old arm stand I had works with it. So Ooh. that'll be fun. It should be able to. There's, um, there's a little attachment like here. You can see on my mic. See this little attachment right here? You should be able to just unspin the head and then put it right on that attachment. It mm. should work that way. Hopefully. I think you have the same mic stand as I do. This one? Yeah. yeah, probably. This is just a cheaper one. I've had to replace it. This is the second version because the first one, it didn't stay on the, on like the the stand, like on the desk. It wouldn't stay for well, any reason. Welcome to better sound. Oh, oh welcome. Well, soon I'm enough you're gonna be having. He's gonna be doing like Fiverr events, you know. My name is Zion Yeet. My deep voice is coming through the mic. <laughs> Fucking. I'm starts, sounding like, starts sounding like corpse. I need a weapon. Shit, this thing's got a fat head. Would you boys like to play some Apex with me? Shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> gonna happen, dude. Oh, it's got onboard adjustment, too. That's cool. See? Okay, now he's gonna fangirl this entire podcast. He's... Shut the fuck up. I'm putting it away. <laughs> Put it away. You'll <laughs> <laughs> be sitting here on the podcast just reading the uh, user user guide. No, I'm gonna all the language to the stream off to get yeah. it set up. And then... Just speaking in German. Straight <laughs> Spanish. S&Z <laughs> Oh, I took no. German for two and a half years and self-studied for another year because I couldn't take it because my uh, classes weren't lining up. German you... was only available in like class one and two, first classes of the day, but I took auto shop throughout high school and right. junior, senior year was auto shop had to be mandatory class one and two. So. Right. That sucks. I mean, did you, would you ever pick up German or go to Germany or anything like that? No, but I went to a German Scandinavian camp at the U of O at one point. Okay. I went to Germany. I was in um, Dresden. We were, um, I was staying in Prague. I was visiting my sister and um, when she was in Prague and then we ended up doing a day trip to Germany, which is crazy. Cause if you think about it, like, you know, America's huge. You go to Europe though. It's like, it was like a two hour, 
was a what, two hour train ride and I was in Dresden like immediately. Fun. It was crazy, dude. And um, try the uh, Logitech capture thing. See if that can help with your focus. Oh, oh, I did there it. There you go. Focus oh. looks good. There you go. Don't move. Don't move at all. Ever. <laughs> yeah, but um, never leave the chair again. Just exactly. That's where you live now. Um, but dude, Germany's pretty cool. Oh, we went to Dre we went. We got some food there. We saw the uh, Dresden Castle. Dude, it is crazy. And uh, this is not to get political at all. But after World War II, like we fucking leveled Dresden. Like the, I mean, all of it. All. I mean, they had pictures of what was left of like the castle and the town, and there was like one fucking tower. And that like we fucking leveled that place. It was crazy. Like it, it was, was leveled AF. It was literally that. It was my name. Like you could see these pictures. If I could show, I wish I could show it on the stream. But anybody who's interested at home, just look up Dresden World War Two pictures, and it's like nothing. There's nothing. So they rebuilt the entire town, and they rebuilt the Dresden Castle um, from scratch. Basically, it was crazy. I've never seen anything like it. That's weird. Like people don't realize when you're in Europe, like you're seeing buildings that are thousands and thousands of years old, like that, like thousands. It's hard to, to like imagine and, and decipher how old these things are. It's like everything's 15, 20 times older than America. It's insane. You walk through it you're like, holy shit. Oh, what, what are you doing? What's a hundred? Oh, you invoked it. Okay. Just redeemed 100k AF, meaning he's gonna get a banner on the Twitch page. My man, that's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. 100k AF, you're in the squad now, dude. You're at number two. Zion Yee was the number one, and now you're number two. So I'm gonna use your um, I'm gonna use the image that you sent us, and then I'll post all yeah. your stuff on the uh, on the website too. I don't know what you mean. Was I am number one? I'm gonna put you both. I forgot to tell you, I'm putting you both on the website too. So leveledaf.com. I'll put you. I'm gonna. I can make like. Make can make things so i'm gonna put it on the website itself so that way you have like because uh, nobody really goes to the about page anymore with uh so we talked about this last night and uh -huh. you know i was gonna bring it up bring it up after we talked about it on among us because chaos brought it up first yin gamer tags go huh what remember so, yesterday we were talking about the uh like the yeah what, what about whatever. it just go so, through the list what was your first one? Oh, oh okay. so so only i think Two people know what my first gamer tag was, or will remember it. Okay. And I don't tell anyone what it was because it was like super, like nine-year-old Yin coming up with some stupid-ass cringy name. So okay. We're not gonna talk about that one. Why not? But I mean, my first one was Silent Night '98. No, so. mine's worse. Mine's worse. Okay. Trust me. Is it it's bad. Super? Is it anime-related? No, 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 no. It wouldn't have been into anime. No. I mean, maybe. No, it wasn't. Um, but I was even on Halo Tracker, like I was known as Dark and Night for a very long time. So Dark I think Night, most yeah. people, everyone on Halo is just like, oh, I don't know who you are. Yeah. If I say Dark and Night, some people might remember. Right. Because I was, I was that until what, three years ago, four years ago, something like that. <laughs> so how did pretty get, recent. How do you get you invoked? I mean, I know there's a prop. So people who don't know, people are trying to buy his name invoked so first of all where does invoke come from and yin like how did you get the name yin like why is it such a big name i still don't understand it like i don't get why people are trying to buy your name just it's the fixed like the whole thing yeah it's just the yang. fact that so xbox gamer tags can only have you can only have one that has just it removes all spaces it removes all capitalization and mm -hmm. you can only have one person who is yin so it's not like discord where you have numbers associated with it right so there's like when xbox first came out everyone tried to grab the one letter gamer 
and then it was the two letters and then it was people who could get phrases and words that are just normal so you don't have like uh crouch daddy 496 right. you know as your gamer tag you wanted to have just an original word so right. yin and yang were taken because obviously like early on xbox days but uh, about four years ago they did a refresh where they said okay any accounts that were created at the beginning xbox days we're going to recycle them so we're going to open them up for anyone to try and grab okay so when that happened i was all on that trying to get yin and so and then you got yin. here we are yeah and you got yin so you got you get the you just at the right place at the right time that's awesome well what? so i knew when the refresh was going to happen and i actually had a macro set up and i was waking up I, like i had an alarm i was waking up every hour press the button yeah it, it was auto running like i had team viewer on my phone and i had my computer on overnight <laughs> so i wake up for my alarm and i would check team viewer to see if it was available and made sure that it was grabbing it right so hey man yeah, i remember I, people are like paying, was, trying to pay like 5k or something stupid like that right yeah i get stupid offers all the time i i don't even know why they think that why it's going to be a thing you think they're going to reset it again will you have to do the same thing again uh they only did that for gamer tags that weren't being used so like wow. original xbox like when xbox live first came about they did oh, yeah. it and i think they're going to do it again days. before that like well, halo xbox 2 days. og days yeah like og yeah. doo doo xbox days well x because xbox the original xbox did have live right yeah it did i remember yep. yeah okay i wasn't going crazy with that old yeah. green screen yeah what were they thinking with the duke yeah the duke control <laughs> Why were they thinking that? Oh my god, man, man, I'm glad they got rid of that. It was nasty. Ugh. But I do remember like Xbox was pretty cool for back in the day, though. It had like um, they had the green screen. The UI was shit, um, but you could still oh, do yeah. friends. Like they introduced friends in the Xbox 360, though, right? Yes. Yeah. But I think things. a large part of that is owed to Halo 2 because Halo 2 yeah. had its own message system its own friends list its own clan system yeah it did like Bungie really did a good job and i think microsoft took all of that or took the people from that dev team who made those and brought them to the 360 said just do this please yeah it makes sense i mean it's, it makes total sense because it was it was like that's one of the reasons you logged on because you made a clan you made a clan tag you could talk to people in your clan i don't know why they got away from that like especially on halo like master chief edition it's fucking stupid like why don't you actually have a clan page you think that would be like standard especially if there's so many games you know yeah i, I don't get it I, I kind of have the opinion that xbox should probably have that in general like there should be yeah. like a clan system that you could bring for i mean they have groups now they have groups but, yeah but they're so poorly integrated with the it should be like a standard feature like messaging and game invites it should be synchronized with games right just as much as messages and invites doesn't apex add that in right Zion? Apex has a club system now. Club, okay. Wait, so they're calling it a club yeah, system. Yeah, it's it's technically like a, a clan straight up. Right. You get a yeah. clan tag. You have four digit name or four like four letter Radiation. digit yeah. moniker, and then uh, anybody in there. Philippine and Ace made their own for Dark Saints, but like the tag for it's their stream now, so it's just like raw seven. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, we've got like. I think almost 20 or 30 of us in there now. We've just Damn. been slowly playing it from the people they've been randomly running into, getting dubs with, right. to me playing solo queue or me playing with ace and duo queue triples and just running into a random third. Most time they're dog shit and they just die and instantly leave. Or right. you'll occasionally get the one guy that is smurfing and hacking and just totally <laughs> wrecking people's shit. And then it's like, hey, you guys are decent. <laughs> I'll add you. Dude, I am. Um... 
I was reading this article the other day on uh, Apex and on, I, dude, I, I stay too much on Reddit. Like I don't like social media, but I love Reddit. That's the one thing I, I do. don't I, use Reddit. I stay on Reddit, dude. And there was this guy who was bitching to the devs on Reddit and got like a bunch of these awards and like people were commenting and upvoting it and all this stuff. And basically the devs came out on Twitter and were like, no, this guy's a fucking hacker and we stand behind his band. Fuck him. <laughs> Like straight up, I was like, God damn. <laughs> he's like, well, in the past, he's like, this guy's been known for and reported for cheating X, Y times. He's this is his fourth account. And this guy was just online trying to say that he was like some hero or whatever and not fucking hacking. And then ends up, yeah, dude was straight up hacking. Like just a lot of hacking. Um, but yeah, man, like, I don't know why that's a that's a big issue I have in Halo right now uh, with Master Chief Edition. Um, is I meet people and if you don't add them on xbox or you have them come to your them. stream you just lose them yeah they're gone there's no way to track and you can have them you can add them as a but friend with a niche audience like that odds on you're gonna run into them again yeah especially when the game gets more competitive as casuals leave there's more competitive people you just keep running into the same people over and over again that's how yeah, that's how we, if we actually been. started doing like slayer fours yeah we would run into the same people all night yeah literally. the situation just got worse because you can't toggle between chats now you only have squad chat if you hit tab you can't even talk to your team anymore and yeah. i think that's partly because they brought it i can't even get the chat to open up half the time i hit j and it doesn't even open yeah, yeah. i think yin's right it's probably crossplay. so now all i have is the people no-knowing me and teabagging I can't even say like gg anymore so now all you get is yeah. just the toxicity rather than just dealing with you know both sides of it at the same time yeah, they made it worse. I mean, they just made it worse. Or then you have people in the, in the like, we had those guys the other night, that were, like the two brothers that were playing. They were teabagging and being toxic. And then they came in a chat like, hey, it was oh, fun. You know, it was like, what? Roscoe like, or whatever and Greg. Yeah, what, whoever they were. But I was like, that's, I mean, that's, I expect it, you know, in the Halo community. It's just teabagging has been around literally for forever. So it's like part of the game at this point, as far as I'm concerned. But it was weird that they were like toxic in game and they came out of chat like, hey, good games, man. I'm like, what? <laughs> What? I mean, they were they were they were being passive aggressive with it. It was kind of it was really weird. Yeah. I think they I think they were pissed off from that game because it's you always have those people when it's like a decent match. It's just like oh the ego comes out and they all yeah. just start talking mad trash. And then as they come into the chat, they take that anger beyond the game, and then they're sitting there being passive aggressive in the chat. And then they eventually realize oh crap maybe I'm being kind of a jerk. And then they end up being like oh yeah you're cool and all. I was just messing right like. It, like Dude, you've already, you know you messed up. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it kind of weird. It's weird to backtrack at that point, brother. It's like, come on, man. Like, I get it. You're mad or you're ego in the game. and But this, like you said, to bring it outside of chat, like, to not just leave it in the game is very strange to me. I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I'm a salty bandit, too. Like, when I'm playing against people like that, like, I get salty and stuff. But as soon as the game's over, like, it's over. Like, right. you don't take it beyond that. As soon as that's done, when I run into you again, I'm not just going to be like, Oh, you, you're the trash. Guy. Right. It's not, it's not about that. Yeah, man. Keep it's, it in the game, man. Yeah, and and it's, of course, if you're, I mean, it's everybody knows what it feels like to lose, especially if you got like a really good like four versus four match. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a tight match. Like there's no reason to be salty, but it's been that way forever. So it's like it's never gonna change. Halo for oh, yeah. like Halo for it explicitly has always been like that. I've never seen a lot of that stuff in other games. Then again, I don't play a lot of other games, so it's kind of a catch twenty two for me. Um. But I don't really see that in like Apex, or I don't see that in in Star Wars Battlefront. I don't, you know, in any other FPS, probably COD. COD's a close second, but that's more like voice chat problems, not really like, dude. You yeah. know, in game. I, I need to around. show you. I'll stream later and record Cold War game chat 
-huh. They broke it from the beta to now. It was broken in the beta, but it's even worse now with do? crossplay. Everybody in comms is fucking roboting. <laughs> we don't know why, but server side, they had like a bad issue where uh, Rocker, who plays on PS4, will hop into Discord on his Chromebook and play with earbuds underneath his headset so we can talk. Oh my god. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Why do they, you know, what's going on with Cold War? And fill me in, Zion, because I don't know what the hell's happening. It's okay. Uh, I, I heard from, I, I saw that um, we had a guy that was on here before, guys. If you guys don't remember, you go watch the episode two, I think. It was with Vaughn Champion in K-State. Vaughn said he spent a hundred bucks and is like pissed the game. I saw him on Twitter like fucking fuming. So what is going on? So the gunplay feels like old school COD. It feels good. The movement is dog shit. And when they first dropped it, it had input delay for PC, which was mm. an issue. Now they've since fixed it. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know. Personally, I got mixed feelings on the game so far. Zombies, I haven't even played yet because I haven't had a stack of people to play with, and I don't really feel like playing zombies solo. Yeah. But uh, I'm gonna play with a group eventually. I got Rocker and a couple of the people that are thinking about getting it so once they all get it we'll probably all just make a stack and play so the what, about, what about the what about the movement is weird because i was watching some gameplay and it seems like when you're sprinting you're moving so slow but then when you're watching someone else sprint away from you they're like bolting zooming yeah yeah i don't know so, depending on your fov slide it seems like the movement just like gets i, I don't know it it feels clunky to me like it, as you're FOV, like your FOV feels clunky to me. I it just mm. it feels slow compared to I would say we got a little spoilt with Modern Warfare because that game actually had a full development period and yes it had a shitload of bugs and a whole ton of issues. They had movement bugs, they had the slide cancel, they had fucking they've had multiple different map problems. They've had people falling through maps, they've had people breaking maps, they had the AS Val literally shooting through an entire map for two weeks and then Jesus. they finally nerfed that gun yeah it had a 10 round mag and the mag was broken you could literally shoot through the entire map and people on hardcore were farming gold in like two hours Fuck. you could literally get 35 camos completed in two hours that's stupid because you just you just walk out of spawn spray through a wall reload spray through a wall reload spray through a wall probably five or six kills each mag <laughs> in a 10 round mag i'm serious it's fucking stupid um why are they releasing but games? at the same oh, time, the gunplay of Modern Warfare felt fantastic. The movement of Modern Warfare felt fantastic. There wasn't any hardly any issues with that. They removed slide canceling in Cold War, which a lot of people are pissy about. But I don't Ex even play for people with who the are slide. listening and including myself. Ex explain so slide canceling. When you're running, you're sprinting. You hit well, my keybind is control to crouch. Mm -hmm. So you can sprint and you hit crouch and you slide. Right. And there's a short little like duck and a burst of speed in the slide. But there's a way with controller that you can cancel the slide. So on PC, you can't really use it, or at least I haven't looked into how to using it. I never mm. really bothered. I don't play competitively, so I don't really give a shit. But it there's a way that you can like slide cancel, and it immediately keeps that burst of speed moving right back into a sprint. Mm. Whereas normally, you'll sprint, slide, cancel. Like it'll stop the slide, you'll be stopped, and then you have to restart your sprint, and it does the whole like sprint animation again. Right. That's weird. So you basically just get the extra boost of speed whenever you want it. Yeah. Okay. And they and don't have do that over over in Cold over. War. They don't have that in Cold okay. War. They removed it. Um, 
other than that the maps in cold war feel okay they actually the map design is awesome i it, love the map design there's all of the biggest map and beta that looks so good i don't know the, if it plays well satellite it's uh, either satellite or um fuck there's satellite or there's the one with the tank in the middle that's like, like the big evening. warehouse right. close to it's like midnight I don't know. I don't remember that yeah, one. There's Miami's a good one too, if that's the yeah. one you're thinking about. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Because it's, it's the one where it's like there's hotels and like. Okay, the, yeah, then it's Miami. Yeah. Yeah, Miami's a good one, and I like satellite. Satellite's the desert one. I see this. Yeah, Miami, that's, that's satellite that's is the idea. place to farm long shots because there's sand dunes on the left hand side that literally just slope up and down, and you can just peek your head up, get a couple shots, slide back down the slope. Run over to a different spot, pop back up, run over, pop back up, run over, mm. pop back up. You can snipe, you can do all kinds of shit. That whole left-hand side of the map is open. It's just uh. dunes. And then there's like a crashed helicopter with, uh, that's like the B flag for domination. And there's a bunch of like caverns, caves twisting in and around each other. And then there's like an open area with some rock formations in the middle that you can like head glitch off of or walk through and get to their side of the map. It's, I like the map. Their map design in this game is fantastic. So the map design week, is good. The gunplay is good too. The gunplay feels good. Like mm -hmm. everything does what it's supposed to do. MP5 was busted for initially, of and they it's still pretty fucking disgusting. They nerfed the effective range of it by like a third, so yes. it can't keep up with ARs anymore. But up close, it's still just as good as a shotgun. Right. Like, it melts yeah, SMGs are always the ones that just fucking shred people. I remember yeah. that's like the go-to, especially if you're running Three guns. best guns in the game right now are the AUG because they made it a burst fire. Mm. It's like a burst fire uh, marksman rifle, whereas in Cold War or uh, Modern Warfare, it was an SMG, mm -hmm. uh, and it just fries. It it can two or three tap people, and when you're killing people in one burst, it's like a FAMAS in hardcore. It's disgusting. I got you. Um, there's that. It was the MP5. I'm not so sure now. And then coin toss between the Milano Burst SMG or I really haven't played enough to like crunch the numbers. I've only played with like six guns. I've, I've played the AK, the M16, the M4, and a little bit of the MP5. Okay. So, so, so it's basically just the movement right now. It just seems clunky. It, yeah, it feels like dog shit. Okay. I'm, I'm playing FOV like 107, and it, it feels weird. Yeah, well, that's another problem. We came from we, we were all playing Hyperscape, and then moving to any other game, you're like, feel like you're just everything's slow. Everything. I got over that. Yeah, everything I mean, feels well compared to that and Spellbreak. Yeah, Spellbreak's fast. Spellbreak too. was fast too. Yeah. Both those are pretty fast, man. And it sucks. I mean, I, I, I thought Hyperscape was going to be something, but it just had too many bugs and too many cheaters. God, there's it was like every two matches, there was a fucking cheater. It just ruins <laughs> yeah. the game, dude. It just ruins it. Same, but I do going to cheaters, though. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, Halo. I didn't see a lot of cheaters in Halo. Did you, Yen? Did you see? I mean, even on PC, I don't see any really. MCC, no. Halo no. 2. Yes. Oh yeah, Halo like Two is different. Halo Two with like yeah. the mods on the original Xbox. Hell yeah, there's a lot of people. Yeah, that's but different. MCC, no, I, they have easy any right? I think they're easy. I think easy. so. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't really notice a whole lot of cheating on that. Mm -mm, me neither. Which is weird too, because I feel like, especially on PC, there'd be like hacks or something. You know what I mean? Like it's easier on PC to cheat than, to than having to mod your Xbox or something, you know? I appreciate what 343 did with that though, where they give you the option to disable easy anti-cheat and run your own game. So yeah. you can run customs in you just can't play matchmaking. Right. So it keeps people modding their stuff out of the game completely separate. Yeah, which is smart, like, dude. Not to your heart's content, just please stay out of matchmaking. Right. I think that really, I mean, I don't, I don't see how that would help matchmaking, but I, I think it does help with like the intent. Yeah. One thing I wanted to pick your brain about too is what, um, how did you get into like the competitive scene on Halo? And did you have a team? Do you still play with that team? Like, give me some insight on like what got you into it. Yikes. Um, it's a big, it's a big open ended question. I think Halo 2, my rank was like 28. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. So, and around that time, you kept hitting modders, so it didn't matter. But Halo 3, when the ranks came out, um, I hit Brigadier and I got locked at 48. That was me. I could not move. So me I made you, a dude. second. Me and you, same thing. I made a second account because I said, fuck that. Yep. So I made a second account, um, did the doubles thing, and actually got my 50 on that um in like 83 games or something like that i don't know in dubs yeah. it was because when you make a new account it, you level super fast and yeah, from there easily. i just played a whole bunch to get the general um that's kind of when i started taking it a bit more seriously when i was on that that doubles grind um then i towards the end of halo 3's life i started playing more mlg like mm -hmm. the ranked mlg and then when i got my ego there comes i walked into a lan to do this ffa and like as a free agent and during warm-ups, I got spanked so badly, I got humbled real quick, and yep. I left because I was like, okay, I can't even partake in this. But that kind of was the sign. That was like the typical. I was like, okay, I got some work to do. Right. So from that point, I took some of the tips I had learned from uh, from that initial game, like that warm-up game, and I started just going hard on the multiplayer, just right. really focusing on the competitive aspect. And Reach, again, I still think Reach is the best one, but that's probably because I'm biased and that's where I really started to take it seriously. But with Halo Tracker and stats, game nights, that's kind of where I, I went full competitive. Right. Did you ever get onto a team at all or just try to do anything competitively, um, like any any tournaments or anything? So we started with a team. And, well, I've, I've had a couple of teams. Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't until the end of Reach that we actually had formed a team and we started playing in tournaments. Um, okay. We had won. There was a Halo community tournament. They were giving away a copy of Halo 4. And it was like a ladder. So you challenged other teams, played on these other maps, custom maps. Well, we slapped every team in the league, and no one would play us anymore. Aww. So it, it got to the point where the, the, the guys had to cancel the tournament because no one would play us anymore. Oh, <laughs> that's so cheesy. We so they were like, we can't really uh, give you Halo 4, but we'll all give you $20. So it was like, what? okay, fine. That's so but cheesy, dude. We so we had slapped everyone there um but by the end of that we were talking about um going to events and i had a sponsorship lined up there was actually a person who was going to pay for all of us to fly out and compete right but i couldn't actually do it because my college grades at the time were so terrible like i my gpa was a 1.8 <laughs> oh, like Jesus. i was like on academic probation and all this crap i was like okay this is this is terrible i gotta stop so i backed away from that focused on school and then i just kind of you know fizzled out on that i mean i still played a lot of halo but it was right. just i needed to focus on what was important because i was trying to manage a social life trying to manage halo and trying to do cool yeah i mean it makes a lot of sense too and it, obviously your skills like we play all the time you're still fucking phenomenal at halo reach especially too i mean at all the halos for the most part but um 
where do you think Halo is going to go? Like, all right, so we have Halo Infinite coming out. And I really want to, I really want to spend some time on this, and I want to get your input too, Zion, because you're newer to Halo, Zion. But how, what, first off, before I get started, what do you think about Halo so far, Zion? We, you still play with us, you know, obviously you're you're years behind us because you know me and yin i think between the two of us have played if not the same amount i think yin's probably played more i'll probably second and you're third you know what i mean what do you feel well, about I'm it fucking definitely way behind yeah you just started it's fun it's it's a good game it's definitely a different game than cod where i come from because there's no bloom there's just mm-hmm. line up shoot and going from controller to pc getting good with pc on cod and then going to mcc with keyboard mouse is like what the fuck am i doing right this this isn't just run up spray kill somebody this is i have to be accurate you have to keep your movement you have to counter strafe you have to know map placement you have to know people's placement like yin was trying to say use your teammates to your advantage because that way you know where to hold spawns and where to push yeah Uh, it's a lot more chess than i'm used to is when i'm playing a video game but i'm learning yeah i mean that's one thing that drew me to halo and i think yin can attest to this back in the day especially halo 2 halo 3 days there was a there's a big rivalry between cod players versus halo players there was like this thing where it's like (laughs) if you played halo you didn't play cod and if you played cod you didn't play halo because there was just such a big discrepancy in the, the play style um but there was always this online like Oh, you must be a fucking Halo player, you piece of shit. Like, it was always this kind of, like, back and forth. I remember even my buddy uh, at the time, he was a big COD player. And the rest of us would play Halo. They're like, you're a fucking scrub. Come over to where the real men are. We're like, <laughs> like we'd always just back and forth. Because, I mean, the game, the game style is just so, it's so different. I always think of uh, Call of Duty as more like run and gun. You know, you're, you're still trying to do objectives if you're doing objective stuff and stuff like that. But it's still very run and gun where, like you said, it's kind of like you have to play 4D chess a little bit when you're playing Halo. You know, it's a little bit more of a it's not so much of a push as it is like a a, a, a placement. That's what it's all about in Halo. It's not a push. It's, a, it's I would be that's probably the easiest way to put it. Would you agree to that, Yin? Yeah, for the most part, I don't think you have to 4D chess it as much. I think for starting players, it's holding a position. Like, if you start by holding a position, you don't even have to 4D chess or, or try to pay too much attention to where your teammates are. I think if you position right and you hold a certain spot, like if one person's on one side of the map and you're holding the other, you'll start to see that your teammates are taking damage. You'll you'll pay attention. All those kind of things kind of fall into line, especially if you play more support. If you don't right. play as aggressive as some other people do and rush, rush kills, uh, rush with your team, I guess. But holding positions, you'll you just that alone and calling out does numbers. Yeah, it does help. I mean, the callouts are super important, and it's hard to know every map, especially when you're moving into like from Halo Reach to Halo Four. Um, but dude, Zion, I think you've got the the Halo Reach callouts pretty down for the most part. Like you got Couple them down for the most part. Decent. Yeah, like especially like Covenant. Um, you've got Covenant down to a science at this point. Um, and there's always obviously places to learn. Like Zion, uh, Yin, and I like oh, two weeks ago just stayed on covenant he showed me like jumps and where to throw grenades and like you know there's so much there's like a whole another level to the game i think the problem i have too is with halos like obviously we're moving into a new halo that's halo infinite but again you were talking about how halo 5 was so competitive that casuals didn't want to play it at all and i feel like with 343 and halo infinite now they're making a game where you don't buy it it's a fucking free to play game and 
or I think you have to pay for the campaign or something. I don't know. They're doing something stupid, some kind of weird price model. Um, yeah. So you think they're going to have to make it more casual this time, right? You would think. I I don't know. I, I really have no idea. 343s, they lost their director. I don't know if uh, Frank Again, O'Connor's still leading. Third one. No, no, no. Yeah, third, like, one, third one. Third one. The creative director. Uh-huh. Like, I, I don't. I think Frank O'Connor's still running it. I, I just don't know what they want. I don't. Like, yeah. Halo 4, they wanted to revamp Halo. And I think they did, as most community members will attest to, I think they did a poor job. Yeah. Halo 5, they took it in a different direction because people complained that Halo 4 was not competitive. So they went full competitive. And I yep. think they're missing the mark because Halo 3 had competitive and casual. Yep. If I wanted to go into rank and play MLG, I could do that. If I wanted to play with friends and have a drinking night, I could go into big team and run around in a chopper and do nothing but just run over people and squish them and yep. just not care. Yep. 100%. That hasn't happened since. This hasn't happened in Halo 4 because it's, you know, the no D scope. And then Halo 5, everything had had matchmaking or skill based matchmaking. There was a yep. hidden MMR. So even drinking nights, something like that, you'd still be paired up with uh, Onyx and Champions and all that. You yep. have to make a Smurf to do any of that. And that's not fun for anyone. Like, I just wanted to play solo or with a group just with anyone. Right. I'm worried that Halo Infinite is going to have that same problem where they're going to, they're going to, they keep saying the same thing. Hey, you know, when Halo 5 came out, hey, I know we made mistakes with Halo 4, but we're, we're trying to correct them. So, you know, hopefully you like Halo 5. Halo 5 came out, and then now with Halo Infinite, it's like, hey, I know we made mistakes with Halo 4 and Halo 5, but, uh, you know, hopefully this does better. You know, they're just kind of like, it's like they're throwing darts at the wall a little bit. You know what I mean? And I wish that they would do something about it. I don't know what they can do about it. I don't know what... I, let's do some of the basics. Let's let's listen to the basics. All right. So if you you know they need to go back to Halo Reach for sure. Like they have to descope. You have to descope weapons because there's no sure, counterplay. Sure, yeah. There's no counterplay at all. Like you were saying the other night. Like if my if Zion's getting shot in Halo, you can shoot the person who's shooting him to make give Zion a chance to get away. Counterplay, or you can start getting shots on them if Zion is about to die. You know what I mean? There's counterplay. Right. Without like Halo Four is an okay game, and I was I do have fun with it because it's a little bit more faster pace than Halo Reach, but it is boring, boring in the sense that there's no descoping. It's literally more. It's more like COD. It's more like just run and gun. You know, like it's just who can get to their spawn faster and who can start putting shots on that person faster. That's the only play in Halo Four, and and but the good thing about Halo Four is like. I don't really care if I do good or bad, you know, but there is also no, I don't really feel that there's a, there's only one playlist in Halo 4 and MCC for competitive and that's eights. That's freaking big team battle is the, the only competitive option in Halo 4, which is stupid. Like, why would you make that? Like, that doesn't make sense. So, but beyond that, then you said Halo 5, I didn't play a lot of Halo 5. Uh, that's when I started getting into other games at that point, because Halo 4 was just such a disappointment to me at the time. I was like, all right, fuck this for right now. And I got into the Marine Corps and a whole bunch of other stuff, right? Um, but with Halo 5, it seems like you were saying it's basically, it was just all sweaty all the time. They, it had the best sandbox out of any Halo, because they had, what, five precision guns? So the BR was still the fastest time to kill, but they made the pistol, which was your starting gun, also a five-shot kill, but the time to kill was like 0.1 or 0.2 seconds slower. Mm. So if you had a pistol, which had significantly less aim assist, if you were a better player, you could outplay 
a BR player. Hmm. So they had yeah. that, and then I think the DMR was um, slightly slower than the BR, but it had better range and Amos. Right. And then they had, I think the light rifle was still there. I, I don't know. Yeah, the, the, the and they had carbine and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So the time the kills on them were so good, and the mobility with like the slide and the thrust let you do some really crazy plays, like the thrusting and the um, like the jump pack where you could float and and do like mm -hmm. jumps with that and jump that snipes. Yeah. It was so it was entertaining, but it was just that it was so competitive because of that sample. Yeah. And I think the way if we had to go in infinite, I think the easiest way and it's kind of a weird weird way to implement it, i think is to you need to give ranked its own section like mm -hmm. in halo mcc it it's kind of in its own menu but it's not how you want you want to give people who are super sweaty some bragging right you yeah. have to make them want to go to that playlist because they're going to want to destroy people all the time you're going to want to give them a rank that everyone can see you're going to want to have a profile where they can access give them a reason to go into rank for all of them to gather there and then leave social as social. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, like MCC, the way we have it, if if anything, the way MCC works right now, it's fine if they do that for infant because people will come in, they'll just play and it's no skill based matchmaking, whatever we can all play. Like I yep. can play with you guys and it's still it's still a good time. Yeah. And while we may upset some people, they can probably get over it and move on. Yeah. But when it comes to rank, they need to put that in the game, in the playlist list, like in the hoppers, it should be there as an option. Show your highest skill. I mean, Halo 3 had the best ranking system, hands down, because it had progression based on wins and progression based on highest skill. That was mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, it was genius, too, because on top of that, like, you could see if they were general. You could see, you could even know, you can watch their stats and see if they bought general. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can see if they yeah. were, like, they were smurfed, like, they, they basically just made a smurf account. Like, you could tell based on the amount, amounts of games they played, if they earned their rank, if they didn't, how many games they played. You could just look at all their stats immediately, and you can see exactly, you know, who you were up against. Um, and, and like you said, with social, social was right. I mean, I remember I had thousands of games social. I mean, oh, we talked about this oh, the other night on my stream with my sister. It's like, you know, I was so pissed because my, my account was the one that was used for all of my uh all of the games but then we would be like drinking and partying and those motherfuckers trying to get my competitive account I'm like get the fuck off like <laughs> like I, I was a brigadier i got again i was a brigadier forever um on that account because like i'd get up to like 48 49 and then freaking you know i'd derank because some asshole will be playing on competitive i'm like get the f go to social like get, get out of my account like what are you doing dude but I think, you know, Halo 5, like if they had a way, like if I got into a so even if I got into a social game and I could look at my my team and say, oh, this dude's level 50 in snipers like, oh, shit, he's good. You know what I'm saying? Or this person's, you know, level 36 in, in Team Slayer. Um, he must be new. You know what I'm saying? Like You can see exactly who you're who you're paired with and who you're up against, even in social. And in that way, you have bragging rights like, hey, you earned it in this category. And you can showcase, you should, I think they should have a chance where you can showcase it on your banner, like whatever you want to yeah. show. Like it could be whatever you want to, like you can choose your highest skill, you can choose your best game mode, you can choose whatever. It, it could be this guy, like uh, Destiny 2 did a great job with that. I think they did a good job. Like you could see if you're against somebody who's got, you know, 50,000 fucking PvP kills, you're like, oh shit, shit's about to go down, you know? Or you can see, um, you know, somebody obviously they added titles in. So anybody who's unbroken, you're like, oh fuck. You're like, 
this is gonna be a problem you know either uh, he's hacking or he's got a really good fucking team with him yeah exactly so you knew what you're getting yourself into and they i think desi 2 did a great job where it was like they had one menu and you could choose like social game you know control um you could control do mayhem trials Rumble. Trials when that came uh, around, you, you could do, um, you know, Iron Banner it would all be in one menu, and then break through a couple of the other ones. Yeah, but then it was all based on banners, so you could show the amount of games you've played, you could show the amount of kills you had, you could you had a choice of showing what stats you wanted to show off, and obviously you could not show any stats and just fucking roll people if you wanted to, and they'd have to look your shit up if they wanted to. Yeah, um, that's how it goes. Um, I'm trying to find my stats right now. Um. It's been so long, huh? Or Destiny Live or whatever? Uh, no, I gotta try to find it, dude. It's it's on it's on Halo. One of the things I have issue with with Halo with stats is that three four three has removed or has limited severely the amount of information you can get from their API. So for anyone trying to make their own stat tracking, they've kind of ruined that. And so even Halo Tracker struggles to even do any updates for it because they just don't provide us the data that we right. before we had the ability to show who was in the we could retrieve how many times you've played with a certain person before so I could look up my use my gamer tag and search for Zion and see oh I've played against him 20 times in the past right and I could then review each game and, and see you've rolled if, me each time <laughs> <laughs> I could see if I've rolled that person before you right. know, or like if I played against any pros because we had a thing where we could add uh, players who had placed in tournaments, like official MLG tournament, and you could see if you've played against any of those people's tags. Right. So we, we don't get those options anymore. We just don't have the data, and they they've just siphoned it. We just can't get any information, and I don't know why they're doing that. I don't get that either. Their site lacks. Yeah, I don't get that either. Because dude, Bungie did a great job, and they did a great job with Destiny One and Destiny Two. I mean, most of the stats that you want to see are outside the game. Like even with especially with Destiny One, they didn't even have any lore in the game. It was all outside. Everything was outside. So people made API like they took the API data and they made their own, you know, applications for it. You know, easily. Um, You know, I still use uh, when I was playing Destiny Two. Is like they have um, Destiny Item Manager, DIM. Dude, shout out to those guys. That was fucking fantastic. But you know, it was it was only available because Bungie gave up the data for people to be able to use that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It's weird that 343, who's obviously dropping the ball, they know they're dropping the ball, and they know they're making a new game. They probably could use some help from the community, a willing community who is like, the Halo community is huge. Like, they've been around forever. It's well-established. They could just talk to, they could literally put something on Twitter right now and say, hey, we're looking for somebody to make ranking systems easier. <laughs> you know, here's the data. Go crazy. You know what I'm saying? That- Halo, Halo 3. If you, I don't know if you how far into Bungie's website you you scoured, but Halo Three had heat maps mm-hmm. for every map in Halo Three. You could check where you died the most on every Halo Three, where you got your kills from. Yep, they had a heat map for every level. Every player had a heat map, which is crazy. That there's no excuse to not have this data anymore. Why are you guys yeah. siphoning it? That's t- what twelve years ago. More, yeah. more than that. Twelve. So that's yeah. Why is there none of that data? That's crazy. Like, how are you supposed to get better with your own stats? Because stats don't lie. You know, that is what it is. It tells you where you died, and especially if there's a heat map, like, oh, you died on this spot. Like, hey man, stop fucking dying there. <laughs> Obviously, your counterplay so is terrible I there. Can't see how many extrams I have online. I have to go into the in metal chest, and that I think that includes firefight now too. So like, none of those even matter. That's so I can't stupid. really show them off. So like. 
Yeah, I mean, I think if Halo 5 had descoping the weapons, good maps, obviously, they still, I think Halo 4 maps are okay. Halo 5 maps were okay. I think the maps are fine. I don't think those, if they have the similar maps, it should be a problem. Um, I actually don't mind the movement speed from Halo 5 or Halo 4. No, like, I love Halo 5 that's movement fine. speed. I get I just want, fun. I want less asymmetrical maps. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Not not as so much on the laning, you know. I think there's too many lanes on Halo 4 right now. You know, um it's basically just like they did the classic like here's four bases and if they spawn blue, they're going to spawn red. You know, if they spawn yellow, they're going to spawn green. Yeah. Just it's like, eh, why? <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Can we do something a little bit crazier than that? But, you know, I think if they did that, if they had the banner system from Destiny 2, that'd be awesome. And like you said, if they had if they had like one page for all of their matchmaking and then you just chose from there like where you wanted to go um if you wanted to be sweaty or not and then they should leave skill-based matchmaking outside of social 100 percent. just leave it alone just let social be social you know yeah. shouldn't matter stats even i would go as far as to say stats shouldn't matter you know in social like it doesn't fucking matter like you still track track kills track deaths obviously kd spread basic stuff but you should you know it's like, whatever, you know, it shouldn't count towards a fucking like, I don't even know. I'd be crazy enough to say if you had banner system, it could be like, I've gotten 10,000 competitive kills and 100,000, you know, social kills. You know, you could say something like that. We need a pregame lobby for that, too. Right now, hey, MCC, you yeah. see connected player, connected player, and then it just yeah. immediately jumps right into the game and you see gamer tags. There's no chance to review map, no veto system, no choose your map. It just goes right into it. And you can't. That's one thing I'm players. happy about with Cold War is they brought map voting back. That's good. Yeah, yeah map. I think it was I had it. I think it did, but um, it had a I, I had a veto. Never mind. So it picked one map, and then you could veto it, and then it would pick something. That was right. it. Uh, dude, I just drank a ton of water, and a, and I just got done with cardio, so I gotta use the bathroom. You guys continue. I'll be. I'll start over under if you oh, want. Go nowhere. <laughs> oh no! So, it's yeah. over under. Uh, have you watched the last few episodes? I have, but I may have not seen these. Over under, so I'll pick a topic like say fast food joint. You'll tell me oh, if it's oh. overrated or underrated. Gotcha. Yes. So, okay. like your, like in your opinion, what's an underrated, overrated like fast food joint? Overrated. So, uh, oh, Chipotle is overrated. Yikes. Chipotle is some ass. I don't know why. If he comes love back, he's going to hate you for that because I'm pretty sure he got Chipotle. Or wait, did he? I think, yeah, yeah I think he, he yeah, got he Chipotle before the podcast. Chipotle is trash. No, Vaughn Champion. Nope. Chipotle is trash. Um, underrated. Man, I got to go with the last episode and say Cookout. There's not a whole lot of them, but I think Cookout's pretty dang good. Got we don't have them here, so. <laughs> I also think uh, if I can do another overrated, I think Jack in the Box is overrated. Jack in the Box is dog shit. It's not overrated. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, the tacos when you, are so when you, good. When you pull up and you have to sit for half an hour to go, yeah, right. Yeah, no, completely overrated. I, I've been over to the West Coast a couple of times. It's, it's overrated. I think we said overrated Arby's the last time because like we have the fries instead of we have the meats. They're only good for the curly fries. Damn straight. I don't actually know anyone who goes, oh, I like Arby's. So I don't know if that's actually overrated. Yeah. Wait, wait for this man. Two seconds. And right now, oof. So wait for him to put the earbuds in. Yeah. Three, two, one. Okay. What I so 
We started over under overrated underrated. Okay. His what we got? first thing out of his mouth was overrated Chipotle. Chipotle oh, is some I, trash, man. Dude, it it all right. I think it's overrated as well, bro. But here's the thing. Like after a workout, there's nothing better. It is like you get you get the rice, I get guacamole on top, a little sour cream cheese, some steak, some fajita the mix. Carne asada wasn't bad. It's just like after a workout, because I, I don't want like fucking fries and a burger after a workout. I'm like, I just worked out. Like, I don't want to fucking. I just burnt that, that shit off, goddammit. Yeah, I, I, I feel like food. I shouldn't have to try and do a social experiment to get them to give me slightly more meat on my burrito. I know. Like, I feel like every time I'm walking in, I'm playing the psychology game. Can I get half steak, half chicken just to try and get two more pieces of meat? Yeah. Because that they is gave stupid. me like three squares and then like. Two helpings of sour cream to just fill up the burrito. Please, sir, can I have some more burrito? Please, sir. Zon banned Lev right now for his own stream. His Chipotle slander should outstand. Bro, I just ate Chipotle for lunch. You sit you sit down. You sit in your place, Vaughn Champion. We talked about you earlier, by the way. We said nothing but bad things. You have to go back and listen. But overrated, um, underrated video game. Ooh. Oh man. The number one overrated we've had so far has been Fortnite. Yeah, of course. So I don't... While I think about this, I don't think Fortnite is overrated. And the reason why I think it's only overrated is because of children. But I think it gives children... It's like the game for children. Yeah. So it, it is like... And it's their Adderall game. Addicts. I, I even, hmm? And Adderall addicts. And Adderall addicts. Yeah. yeah, like the building has such a high skill ceiling. So I can't really fault Fortnite for that. Yeah, because kids are actually learning how to be competitive gamers. This is actually going to bring in the next wave of players, and yeah. that building mechanic is crazy. They they will never peak because that has such a high skill set. So I respect Fortnite for what it does. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's overrated at all. I think it's kind of died out because it was a fad, just like anything else. But yeah. I, I don't think yeah. it's overrated. Um, man, overrated. Let me go to Twitch's homepage. I will say overrated. I didn't say this last time. Uh, Minecraft. I think it's overrated. No, yeah, it is. It's 100. It overrated. has too big of a community. I know. Again, I think that's like a children's. It's, if it's built but up by children, it gives them the creative thing. It teaches them programming. Yeah, I guess. I just because the redstone, redstone, you and they have like coding classes for kids who are now learning code because they uh, can make mods. And oh, I didn't even know that. Okay, well, I rescind that. I had no clue that was happening. So I rescind that. I thought because I think at the beginning it was just like get on attack random green men and build some stuff here and there and like okay kind of cool i guess um i will rescind that and then i will replace that with gears of war overrated oh, overrated oh. um yep i'm doing it look original gears underrated I yeah original, no, original gears, gears is great i'm talking about the latest gears one gears and four Gears one and two gears oh, four Mm -mm. Three's, oh. three's story was good and they ended it on a good note but they should have left it there I just think the gunplay was stupid the multiplayer was dumb there's nothing competitive about the game whatsoever and the horde mode was retarded so putting it out there right now it just oh, is horde mode is. is trash I hate, I hate wave based things. you God, guys have heard that before so wave based is the laziest game design second to like roguelike yeah <laughs> like, I agree procedurally yeah. generated roguelike mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. risk of rain I, I can't play risk of rain like I, I there's no way I like um, that. That's a little bit. That's a different. They they put a spin on it. It's just different pacing. Yeah, they put yeah. a spin on it. They didn't. They didn't, didn't keep it like same like your strategy and your building has to change and it's based off. Yeah. So it's like super chance on what items you get early on and that'll determine like five waves down if you're gonna survive or not. Um, Overrated Forza. Overrated Destiny. Ooh. Yeah. 
One or two? Destiny for sure. One or two? Uh, yes. The entire <laughs> series is overrated. Anytime I have to go run and listen to Eris Morn or whoever the hell oh, tell yeah. me the same six voice lines 100 times for me to just do dailies, that is 100% garbage. I will say some of the systems in Destiny 2 are and Destiny 1, especially Destiny 1. Destiny 1 was way more repetitive than Destiny 2 because like even Destiny 1, for example, they had a, the armor system where you got the piece of armor and then you had to level up the piece of armor to unlock the stuff that you actually wanted for that armor and oh, weapon. No so you just had to do XP grind out the ass. So that was stupid. All right. So yeah. So there's some parts of Destiny 2, uh, Destiny 1 and 2 that I think are dumb. I think you're right. Bounties are dumb. Okay. They're just fucking stupid. They're just dumb. There's and nothing good about them. In an um, effort to improve the game, they have to rework every system. Yes. So you had the masterworks, and then they got rid of that. And then they had the mods, and then they got rid of that. So yep. if you were to return to the game now, you have to... you pretty, Everything that you grinded up to this you point is useless. You can mod ghosts now. That's so yeah, stupid. See? So it's just everything that you did, all those hours you put in, right? Like, it, it amounts to nothing. It's yeah. not like World of Warcraft where you put in all this time and you have this cool... Drop loot. in, you drop out, and you can come back to it. Yeah. yeah. But Destiny, you lose everything. You Like, if I go back now, I had the cool armor that came up at the end of the year, and it, like, glows and stuff. That was a big deal. But yeah. I just watched the raid yesterday. Everyone's got cool glowing armor. So who cares if I had this cool armor from, like, before Beyond Light came out? Yeah. I mean, when, they amounts to nothing. When they started having too much of the FOMO stuff, like, fear of missing out on everything, I just, like, I'm yeah. done. It's because, like you said, it's the it's the constant rat race. It's that, that hamster wheel. But the hamster wheel kept getting smaller and smaller and less and less more appealing at some point you know i think the one thing that is underrated about the game is i really enjoyed pvp and in, in destiny i and one and two i really liked it i didn't like the balancing as much i enjoy the sniping in destiny but the general gunplay i'm not a fan i think the maps the maps were good i think the like on destiny one their their map design in is very similar to how they made maps in halo 3 and uh, you can tell it had like a lot of halo in there the map design was great um, I think the the encounters in PvP were great. Um, you know, they pushed you in certain lanes, but it was definitely a lot of strategy involved, especially if you were in larger gameplays. But even in trials, it was like the ultimate like, all right, if this team goes this way, it's like a lot more strategy, right? It's not a lot less running gun. Um, this is gonna sound. Go ahead. Sorry, finish that. Oh, what I was gonna say too at the at the like, so I think Halo for all of its faults had a lot of bullshit, and I think even in PvP there's a lot of meta bullshit too. But at the end of the day, the map placement and the pacing of Destiny Two and Destiny One PvP was like overall pretty good. I would say it's overall pretty good, not great, but overall pretty good. I just I, this is gonna sound scuffed coming from a game where you're supposed to grind loot, mm -hmm. but I think they need to bring in a mode where there are static weapons thank you this it thank sounds you. dumb it sounds so dumb because this is just the halo player talking but there really needs to be like okay here is a balanced pulse rifle that works for all of our modes we don't have to keep nerfing every time a new season comes out we don't have to rebalance and make hand cannons the meta and then pulse rifles the meta and then you know auto rifles the meta like mythoclass broke the game and then they came out with like um any time, what was the um the, the last word? Where last you could just word. spam the last word, and it was mm -hmm. completely random whether you got that kill. And that was meta in Destiny One. Yeah, their TTK. Asian. Well, it was it was it was Dude, Thorn they had first. Fucking the fourth bullet in last word would fire a ghost round on D two. Yeah, mm -hmm. when it first heck? dropped. Oh no, no. Uh, you talking about they had a Hawthorn nerf they had to do because it was one shotting people randomly yeah. with Luck in the Chamber, dude. Luck in the Chamber.
Xbox people. Oh, hey, yo. Yeah, I just, I couldn't do it. And then, like, when I played Destiny 2, it had the dad rifle. Like, what? <laughs> it became called the dad rifle. What was it yep. called? Um, Blast Furnace. Yep. The dad yep. rifle. I enjoyed yep. it. Like, why didn't everyone use Blast? Like, that was the perfect metagun. Like, it was, it felt, it felt clean to me. I understand that, see, there was roles to it. So if you had right. a god roll, you were, like, immediately better. If they had just a static roll for everything. People could pick a loadout, so to speak. You could say, yes. okay, I want to load up with this shotgun or this sniper. You could have that customization, but give us just one mode where there's just this really great balanced experience. Oh, dude, I, I've been saying this since D1. Thank you for reiterating this, too, because and we talked about this a little bit when Vaughn Champion and K-State were on. It's the same thing. It's like, dude, this game, they have good maps, they have good gunplay, they have the TTKs, and they have the skill ceilings. Like, if you, on PC especially, if you are good with a hand cannon, you are usually better than a lot of other people and if you're good with the sniper the secondary you usually had a you know, higher skill but higher reward it is what it is but if they had i think preset loadouts like if you're on night stalker on hunter like you should have a certain build out you know what i'm saying or be able to choose or like loadouts like halo 4 you can create a loadout per your subclass that would have been perfect here's a base weapons that you can choose from here's your base stuff that you can have it's outside of the game so if we nerf like you said if we nerf vex mythoclast like you can't use that in this mode so it doesn't fucking matter yeah they can nerf or buff it however else they wanted i think it's one problem destiny's always had they nerf it for pvp but then it makes it it makes it stupid to use in pve right every time oh, that's another every time they oh my they God. need two baselines Okay, this is this is another thing I hate about Destiny. They have two. They need two baselines: one for console, one for PC. They mm -hmm. were doing patches and removing. They were they were patching both at the same time. There needs to be one for PC, one for console, because when they add aim assist to one gun, they remove the abilities because they, they they remove the damage from PC, and it makes no sense. Yeah, and they change the meta with with one patch. Yeah, completely. And they'll change the PVE, and so things in PvP that got nerfed would ultimately fuck things up in PvE, and then, like, the raiders get pissed off. It's like, they can never make anybody happy because they never split anything, you know? Ever. Yeah. I remember, what was it, the Death Singer, Zion? Was it Death Singer that came out and started murdering everybody for a while? I don't remember. That was uh, the last one. The red, whatever that one was. I can't remember what that expansion was. Um... But it doesn't matter. Just it, literally, it's been every expansion forever. There's always a gun that comes out, and there's always somebody that is it fucks over somebody. I remember for the longest <laughs> time, um, they couldn't get uh, what was that gun in, in Destiny One? Um, it was the one. It was the rocket launcher that everybody wanted with the tracking rounds. Fuck! Why am I uh, missing Galahorn? Galahorn. No. Yeah, Galahorn. That was uh, the one. Are you talking D one or D two? Both. I mean, D one. It was like D two hasn't had. Galhorn back yet it has uh truth truth, truth right? yeah is back but Galhorn so back in the day like you couldn't get into certain raids there was also um Deathbringer which you could trigger it would go up and then you let it go and it would detonate and drop orbs that it would just go everywhere that was for the last patch right the last expansion no that's a couple seasons ago is it okay yeah like two or three there it is I was waiting for oh, it oh there's the do you want to become famous hey. uh -huh. stupid Get out of here. Get out of here. Dumb bots. Um, yo, I want to talk about a little bit, like, you've been streaming a little bit, man. What is, uh, what's going on the pipeline for you for content creation, man? Because I, I want more. I want more Yinvoked stuff. I want more things. I, I just play. That's kind of it. I, I've never been a content creator. I've been streaming. I used to stream back in Reach. I streamed back when the requirements were super high. I was actually live streaming before live streaming was a thing. 
guys remember uh justin TV? yeah justin, justin tv, TV. yeah i was streaming on justin tv for friends and i i was streaming with a webcam facing my screen because my friend <laughs> wanted to watch my gameplay it was so it was so bad there was Stuffed. no tools or anything for it yeah and it was like i eventually had like a dazzle i was trying to capture gameplays yep and eventually they came out with with justin tv i was able to stream to that but i, I was around streaming for a real long time yeah way back in halo before it was a deal um i was playing a lot in reach but again that whole sponsorship thing like there's there's videos online of me playing uh with my competitive team and stuff if you if you search hard enough or you ask uh -oh. the right people uh -oh. um but and there's some other ones with me being toxic and stuff i'm sure you can oh i gotta find that too so anybody um, in chat who can find that right now, go find it. Go, <laughs> go find it. So, someone actually posted it in uh, my other stream the other day. Oh no! So you could actually find it. But I gotta find um, it. yeah, I, I mean, I had I had decent viewers. I was running events for for Tracker. We had like a, a monthly game night where we ran two lobbies and just ran big team all night. Right. So for like eight hours straight, just ran big team. We had like thirty viewers at a time. That was like nothing because there weren't a lot of streamers, but they wanted. 150 concurrence for partner or anything like that so it was never right. Jesus. anything big at the time but by today's standards that's like huge yeah oh yeah 30 people is a lot in a single stream nowadays well the market's so oversaturated because of covid right now yeah. too i mean I, we posted that a while ago how the numbers literally doubled on the amount of streamers it's doubled i mean so it's like it is what it is and people who were viewers are now streamers so it's like well now there's less viewers and more streamers so what are you gonna do yeah you know? You really yeah. gotta fight for it. So I, yeah. I'm comfortable with just streaming for whomever's willing to watch. Yeah. It's not really about the whole content creation thing. I don't particularly care too much about pushing a YouTube. I did that back in like high school. It was a lot of effort. I, didn't, I have so much respect for the people who sit there and go into Vegas and do all this magic editing. I don't know how Jesus to in front of that. I can't do, that do all it. Day. That's, that's absolutely insane. That's brutal. If you can record yourself playing, make entertaining content, and then turn around and create a YouTube video on that, that's just, you're committed to the craft, man. Dude, I, I'm, I don't know I'm trying that. with that. I'm using HitFilm Express, and it is, it is, like you said, it's a magic. It's literally magic. And I, because there's so much you have to know. There's so much basic stuff that I don't even know that I'm having to learn on my own, dude. It's ridiculous. And on top of that, people don't realize how hard it is to actually make entertaining comment, like content for for just regular gameplay like it's fucking challenging like the yeah. stuff that you do is not that entertaining you have to like add something to it there's not like yeah, you have to be either hilarious and like goofing around and super hyper like i used to be in, right. in like halo you found that video about um and or or you have to just be like shroud and just destroy everyone yeah make it entertaining both. Yeah, there's, oh, there's like a, or you hit that, like on top of that, not that you have to annotate over top of it so people know what the fuck you're saying. You have to, like, well, the Misfits do a good job at it. Like, those guys, they make videos for CSGO, but they have, like, if you listen to what they're doing, the gameplay is always boring as fuck. It's only what they're saying that's well, funny. They, they'll occasionally have, like, interactions of, oh, you fucking. You got that triple digit, you dumb gun, or something. Yeah, like they that. do something like that. But they have like most of the videos I watch is them literally just it's their running. Skits. Yeah, they're running around like there's there's a bunch of them I watch that's on their YouTube page where it's just them running around in Rainbow Six Siege, not even shooting anybody and just talking shit. And I'm like, okay, like they're that's content. not only them. The the goons are more that side. Yeah. If you branch off and listen to like Blarg, uh, yeah. Grizzy, McNasty, Soup, Doom. Yeah. That's probably all the videos I watch is them just talking shit about like their dick size or something. And it's hilarious, but that's yep. like, like yeah, that's, bro, you can be, 
You, you, are you I, got, I, I got yeah. four more inches in me. Are you telling me? I got three more inches hidden right now? That'll give me a whole four inches. <laughs> Sign this shit. Like that stuff is, and it's super organic. But just imagine, I mean, how many games of Halo have we played where it's like boring to watch, but it's fun because you're doing it, but it's hard to watch. Like, especially if you're not in the Halo community, you don't know what's happening. You don't know what a good player or bad play is or why we're holding a certain position. Like, uh, what's that map where it's the three the three levels and there's S6? What's that map called again? Oh, sword base? Sword base, yeah. Like, if we're upstairs, if we're, if we're on S6 and just holding S6, it's boring as fuck to play and more boring to watch. Like, there's nothing going on. But through the magic of editing, you can make it look cool, I guess. You can put, like, a cool, like, background song and, like, really scope in if you're getting headshots and shit. But if you're not getting, like, kill overkills and stuff like that, that's not fun. It's not fun. You should not hire like an editor. If you have people, if you have fans, like if you have a bunch of committed fans that are clipping anything that's funny, anything that they even find remotely hilarious or a decent play, you can have them just clip it. And then at the end of your stream, you can just go look and see what people have clipped. And you can just send it to an editor. And just yeah. like, here, send that to an editor. Just go or subtitle make it here. Or fucking add Kermit the Frog here. Add Pepe Laugh here. Add... Right. Yeah. And you can just do a highlight thing and you have no effort at that point. Like all you do, all you will. I won't say no effort, but you have a lot less to do because you no longer have to go searching for those clips. You have them from your fan. Your fans yeah. are just doing that work for you. And you can just go, well, someone found this entertaining, so I'm going to add it to my highlights. Right. I think the hard part, too, is you have to, it's a catch right too. You have to get big enough to have a community that yeah. will do that for you. So it's like, you know, is what it is. <laughs> Not much you can do about that. But that's, you know, that's the hard part about growing as a, as a content creator or anything, you know? Um, I think building a community is tough. I mean, that's one thing that's really pisses me off about 343 is that, you know, Bungie created this amazing Halo community. I mean, to be around this long and this strong for this long is crazy. And on top of that, you know, the last two games have been kind of compared to the old school games and there's still a community, you know? I mean, Game of Thrones had one season that came out and ruined the entire fan base of Game of Thrones in a single season. You know, that was the community that's been around for 10 years. But Halo, even after all these games, has still have a community. You know what I mean? That's saying something. I'm just hoping that there's a way for this community to survive Halo Infinite. I just hope Halo Infinite does not fall on its face because I don't think... MCC's release for each game has been dog shit. It has. Every time it's dropped a game, game's just been a buggy fucking mess. It's, It's been rough, man. I mean, especially on PC. And obviously, Halo... Master Chief Edition has been around forever. It's been on Xbox, and that was a fucking tangled web of mess. Like when that first came out too, that was rough. Like I remember being at my dad's house when he had Halo Master Chief, and we could barely even play PVE together. And it was hard to like navigate the UI, and you couldn't figure out where to go. It was just a the whole thing was a f- it was just shitty. They got rushed real hard. That, yeah. if, I don't know if you guys are aware, it was outsourced between five developers. No, tell there me about five the story. studios. Tell. Inter- yeah, I want to learn. As, as far as I'm aware, there were five developers that were responsible for Master Chief Collection. Jesus. So I think one had one per one entire team was responsible for the remake of the story. Another team was responsible for the remake of uh, Halo 2 Anniversary's multiplayer, which only had six maps, by the way. They remade six maps and they were all trash. Like they, they picked the worst maps to remake. Why did they do that? I have no idea. <laughs> Where are the other maps? Come on, dude. Anyways, that's like so they Cold had War only has six or seven maps total right now right they're yeah. adding nuketown next week and they're adding a couple other old like throwback maps throughout the course of the season right but 
hopefully they've already admitted there's no season pass there's going to be no they like they're keeping the cosmetics to a minimum there's a challenger pack that supports the troops and that's the only thing you can buy right now and it's mm-hmm. like eight bucks yeah yeah dude i saw i saw a post about cold war 2 it's like back in the day there was i think one of the one of the cod games came out with like 12 maps off the jump and there was a dlc pack that came out with four maps and it was like eight dollars and people were fucking pissed back then and now it's like the game comes out with eight maps total and then dlc is 15 bucks and that's two more maps three more maps or whatever like that like it's kind of like the it's the the everything shifted from a lot of content off the drop to dripping out content slowly i'm not sure how i feel about it man i just don't I mean, Destiny really did that to everybody. I mean, if you stayed since Destiny 1, if you stayed since Destiny 1, you've bought every single DLC for just the base price. You've easily spent over 800 bucks. Easily, if not more. Over the course of the past seven years? Six years? Seven. Seven years. And that's not including if you're buying the season passes. Now that they're season passes. You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking crazy. What happened to just having the full game off of the bat? I mean, I get, like, expansions. Like... I think a great way of doing expansion was Witcher 3. Tons of content off the jump. Base game was amazing. And every DLC that came out was like the same size. Blood and wine was fucking insane. Absolutely incredible. Dude, Witcher 3. You almost can't even compare Witcher 3 to anything else because Witcher 3 did such a good job with everything in its delivery that there is really no competing with Witcher. But you can't compare Witcher to a live service game. Hmm. Because. Destiny has paid $100 or whatever, but you've been playing Destiny for two years or something like that. How many maps have De- has Destiny added? Like none. Like no. none? They've, they've, over they've the added course, a bunch. They've added two like, years. There's like 25 maps over Destiny 1. You said about for yeah, a PvP. So there's all of... Well... So you've got... Let's say you've got three maps per planet. Okay. There's what? Seven planets? There's sure. EDZ, Mars, IO... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, wherever Forsaken was, Tangled Shore. Tangled Shore. Mercury, which is the anti-sparrow place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember. There's just they have an oodle fuckload of maps. There's like almost nine maps just for EDZ alone. Okay. Yeah. There's because you've a got lot like you've got Twilight Gap. You've got uh the. I don't remember all the names because I haven't played in a while. We've also got well, then I'll take it back. Dead you, get the, Cliffs, you have the you strike. Got a the other ones. We have strikes, and you also have like the furnace areas and stuff like that. So they they've taken old stuff and they've added some new areas and stuff like that. So I think they've done a good job with the base game that they have. They've done more of an MMO model though, where it's like like yeah. even, like right now, for example, here's a great example. Uh, World of Warcraft has taken Ice Crown Citadel. And they've added more events for the upcoming Shadowlands um, that's coming on Tuesday. They have old stuff coming into a new map, like a, or new stuff coming into an old map. That's like a, that's a very MMO thing to do. Just is what it is. You're like you're reusing content. Um, but I think, I guess what I'm, I mean, I'll retrace a little bit. I guess what I'm trying to say is like with, with, with a game like that. You pay your 60 bucks, you get the base game, you have your base game, you have your base content. You have an expansion, and they'll add two PvP maps, one raid, two new strikes. So you get five extra maps for whatever, 20 bucks, whatever the expansion cost, right? It's pretty good. And especially towards the end of the lifetime, if you buy the game with like where Destiny 1, Rise of Iron comes out, you get all those maps and the new stuff for like 60 bucks. Perfect. Amazing. 
but it's like if you were there since the beginning you basically got fucking just strung along the whole time because you got you know $60 turned into $80 $80 turned into another $20 every expansion more and more and more and more and more and on top of that when you add the fact that all the stuff that you had before becomes non-usable now you have to start your fucking characters over and you have to fucking get you get new stuff but you have to start over again and they've nerfed your favorite stuff or they've added buffs to some shit that you don't like so you have to change your playstyle, your character your gear and you have new shit that you have to learn and then old stuff become doesn't become meta anymore it's like what the fuck man like they hit the hard reset every time every time and now you're 20 dollars out of pocket again again yep <laughs> again overrated and then on top of that then they add in a cash shop and then after that they add in a fucking season pass with a cash shop on top of the expansion model and on top of the fact that they keep adding in stupid content and then making old things meta again you're like what the fuck bungie like pick a lane dude like just pick a fucking lane like you, uh, you, you, they introduced the cash shop because they thought that was supposed to pay for the expansions. Well, you got to do cash shop or expansions. Fucking choose one, right? But if you want to make me pay for expansions, don't have the cash shop. What's the fucking point? And then why are you going to add in the season pass? Because you're going to give people FOMO so they feel bad for not buying stuff. Oh, and then you give them the option to pay for levels in the fucking cat. It's like, what is happening right now? It's crazy. That seems like a game that's gone off the rails. Before it was like buy the game, buy the expansions. That was it. And now it's like you have to buy the game. You have to buy the expansions. You can get the the packs within the game. You can get your cert. You have to buy your season pack. If you don't get that, you don't get the extra stuff at the end. Of, you know, here's your carrot on the stick. They have 15 carrots on a stick, but it's all behind money. All of it. There's no more skill anymore. It's crazy to me. It's crazy. Okay, I'm done with my rant. I'm fucking done. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Destiny. Fuck you. <laughs> at the end of the day, fuck you. <laughs> um. Okay. So I think we both agree, all of us agree, Witcher 3 came out and that I would spend $100 for that experience again, easily, right now. With the base game and all the expansions, that's an easily $100 worth of value, right? We can all agree with that. Without a doubt, if yeah. you have a gaming PC, especially if you're buying one of those new graphics cards, mm -hmm. if you do not have Witcher, you owe it to yourself to go buy Witcher for whatever price it is right now. I don't care if it's on sale or not, go buy it. And then if you if you are familiar with mods and stuff, download the 4K mod pack and just change the experience because the storytelling in that game is crazy. The fact that you can just run around, it, it really feels Base like... Base mode of Wild Hunt's 40, Game of the Year edition's 50. Yeah, just get Game of the Year. Just immediately get Game of the Year because the, the expansions are like 30 hours apiece, at least. Easily. The, the Blood and Wine is like another 30 hours. It's a whole separate area that takes you like an hour and a half to go from one end to the other. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, but you really owe it to yourself to play that. The storytelling is akin to like D and D levels of like this crazy DM coming up with these crazy stories that have merit on their own. Yep. Even the random person on the side of the road is like a wagon that's broken down. They try to stop you. You go talk to them, and it's like a twenty-minute quest about how their brother fell down a well or something like that, and he was yeah. only trying to get water for his sister who was dying of dehydration or some random thing. It's 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 crazy. It's, it's just a random side quest, but it turns into this like sad story. It's insane. And, and the amount of detail that they put into it. So it's like, again, that's that's content that's worth buying because it's not this rehashed, recyclable, re-bullshit. Like, it's an experience. You're paying for that experience. Whereas Destiny 2, it's like, okay, we pay 20 bucks for now. And I'm I'm just using Destiny 2 because that's 
I have that's the re most recent game where I have the most exposure to all this bullshit, all this, all this, this, this capitalistic bullshit. If I'm paying for Witcher Three, I paid for that experience. I know I might play it once, and I might even go back and play New Game Plus, right? I might, so I might see it twice. I'm not gonna replay it forever, but I'm gonna enjoy that experience, and I'm paying for that. And I'm knowing I'm gonna get it. And with CD Projekt Red, they gave everybody more than they thought they were ever gonna pay for. I, that's how I felt. I mean, I, I got like you said. I remember getting online and get going, ride my horse somewhere random. I'm like, okay, this person got stuck in a well. Oh shit, that person's not a fucking ghost. I gotta kill this ghost. Or it gives you like these these dynamic choices, right? But with Destiny 2, it's like, all right, there's new bounties. There's a new spot. There's a new vendor. There's new guns. I did my weeklies. I did my weeklies. Hey guys, do you guys want to raid today? Yeah, it's like, come on guys. And on top, that's what we're paid for. It's like this hamster wheel got shorter and shorter and the money became longer and longer it just it's 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 gotten too too out of whack i feel like destiny 2 is a great example of what not to do if you want money from players <laughs> but i mean what am i i can't say anything though because obviously they have the new expansion that came out and a bunch of people are playing it obviously you know what i'm saying like i think there's a difference the, the they're doing well because there's a large desire for content like call of duty where people just want something to relax and sit mm -hmm. back and with destiny you can do your grind you can play pvp it's just like call of duty people just want to come home from a, a hard day's work and just shoot stuff yeah. and just turn off for a couple hours and yeah. i think that that grind really appeals to them for a pve experience because i can play with friends there's not a lot of there's always been a lack of co-op yes games so me being able to hop into strikes and just shoot the shit with friends and just talk about nothing there's a real strong desire for that and destiny can fill that void for a lot of people and i think that that's kind of where that money comes from that's that's why they're doing so well they really mm -hmm. appeal to that art that audience do you have a similar idea on do you think that's what I've been, i know my rant was crazy as fuck but like how do you feel about destiny 2 when it comes to like their loot boxes their 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 expansion model all of it i don't like that they went the season pass route why just because hiding hiding stuff behind a paywall that affects gameplay is not cool yeah and i'm okay with cosmetics i'm okay with like the silver shop that's there if you want to spend your money and you want to affect your gameplay and you want to look cool you want to have the cool shit you want to have everything the cool cats are running around with the sparrows the ships the armor fucking the uh, armor transmogs like you can buy that that's cool that's on you i did that quite a bit but mm -hmm. as soon as you get into a season pass where the free side of the season pass is materials which you need and you get an exotic on like 35 whereas on the pay to side you get all of the armor an exotic and a stack of materials on level one mm. And then you get a dupe of the exotic on level like 35 because you get the free one as well. And then at the upper end on a, like 100, you get the um, you get an exotic like I think it's been like a couple of ingrams and you get um, some, there's like one of the emotes and then there's uh, a transmog for one of the exotic weapons for that season like i have the one from 
either Shadowkeep or the one right before it when it was the one with the Ariana's Vow, that hand yeah. cannon, mm-hmm. and the one that made it look like it was molten. I got yeah. that last second. Um, I remember scrambling like two days before the end of the season to get that done. Right. Um, but but so, now you can pay for levels too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which you is... can just straight up 100 silver buys a level. So I have Whereas, a question with that. It does. So you have the season pass. So you have this like battle pass thing that you levels for. Um, do you? So they had like the season pass where you buy like Shadow Keep or Beyond Light, and then they have like three seasons that come after that. Does the season pass or come with the battle pass, or is it like, are they one and the same, or are you buying like the next season of You're content? You're buying and every buy- single season pass separately. Mm-hmm. So like. Beyond Light's out now and it has its own battle pass. So, so you have, have to buy every, Beyond Light. If you, if you bought like the deluxe Beyond Light, you have yeah. everything. If you didn't, you have to buy them all individually. Yep. Okay. So next season, so like three months from now, they're going to have like some new season. If I buy that content, like the, the Gambit thing, Gambit came out. If I buy that Gambit content, does that come with a battle pass or are there two separate purchases? No, Gambit's already part of the base game because it's just no, it's I, what I it is. That. Yeah, I mean, like that. So next season they're going to come out with some new season of content where they yeah. say the next three months is going to have this. If I buy that, does that come with the battle pass? Nope. If you have to, okay, so, so do you have do you have the so base it's not game? Even, it's not even a it's not even a battle pass. So the like traditional battle pass system is you pay for it and then you have it unlocked and then you can like XP grind to get it up. That side of the thing is the season pass. Yes, mm-hmm. but the yeah battle pass is separate now it's so the battle pass is a separate entity than the season like the season content right so, okay, so you're, you're gonna purchase you're gonna if get you buy the season. the season pass that is the one to 100 xp grind that you can have that i have the screenshot of as from last season being at over 500 yeah it was ridiculous because he just xp grinded like a motherfucker every week he'd be on reset with like two tabs of bounties and just pop everything in a six stack get the max XP he could get mm-hmm. and then you would regrind for the week and get that shit set and ready again for the next week. Yeah, but basically what he's saying is like so you have to you buy the base game, but then you have to you don't necessarily have to well, buy the new exp- buy the base game, but well, you know what I'm saying. Like you get the originally you, you buy you the buy expansion season content yeah, you buy and the then season, you buy whatever. season pass. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to, you can buy silver for uh transmog or style shit so like buying shadow keep will get you into the base game but then you have to buy the season pass on top of shadow keep in order to get like the items and then when it within shadow keep there'll be like the next it'll be like season of what was it the the callous one there was season of gold or whatever and you had to buy the battle pass for that even though that was already in shadow keep and you could play some of the content in the new stuff because you already bought the big expansion but if you wanted those special items or get a leg up you had to buy the battle pass so it was like it was like almost a must and if you didn't have it, because you automatically got a battle pass, uh, technically, you had the one that was the free t- the free tier battle pass. But like Zion said, it doesn't give you anything. It doesn't really help you. And you can get a huge leg up by just buying the battle pass and calling it a day. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. And it's- yeah, with their, because with their light system, everything on the battle or everything on the season pass would be uh, powerfuls. So you would get the armor pieces that would be on the premium side of the pass and they would be at like plus two plus five light so they would be bumping you as mm-hmm. you went to get higher stuff and the exotics would be powerfuls as well so you could feed them or you could feed into them 
to like make your light keep getting higher and higher as it's, the season went along. And they also give you the artifact that you can level up more that way. If as you leveled your battle pass, you also got XP for your artifact. Is that correct? Right? Yeah, I'm not a so. fan of the artifact system. Yeah, so yeah, you I actually got your light system. Your light. So like the whole so game is based they on made, light. Yeah. They made an artifact that allows you to earn mods that you can use for that season. Like. Mm -hmm. There's overload grenade mods, which are busted because now there's enemies that are overload champions and barrier champions. And you have to have the mods for that season. Yep. Usually they just flip flop like hand cannon has anti-barrier rounds this season. Next season, bows have anti-barrier with pulse rifles. And then uh, ARs have uh, overload or like they just kind of flip flop them back and forth over the seasons. There's an they extra way basically where, to add challenge is basically yeah, just add challenge. They're just mods you slot onto your armor pieces that would give you the stat bonuses and um like it i just i'm not a fan because yeah so they would also the artifact would give you a light bonus on top of whatever your gear was so if you xp grind like a motherfucker you can get like plus 30 plus your light being at say the raid level right now is 1250 but people off the season pack or off the artifact or at like 12 i'd say they're like 12 20 25 30 they're at plus 20 then they're good for the raid yeah but with the raid it disables the artifact so then you're down to the 12 20 so you have to be the mandatory 1250 light and with the artifact whatever your artifact light is plus your gear light the artifact made it so that your gear was dropping at the higher end where the artifact would put you yep. rather than just the bottom end and constantly building and building and building and building but basically it gave you a, a free pass to get higher level gear to increase your base light faster well, it wasn't free because the artifact is experience locked only you have to get xp to level the that's artifact. where the bounty grind comes in that's what people will do the bounty grind because they can yeah. unlock their their artifact stuff faster and they can unlock better gear faster if they paid money to just unlock their battle pass so it just gave people with lots of money a way to get the gear faster and especially if they wanted to be like day one raiders they had to fucking farm xp which is not fun Welcome to Destiny Whaling in 2020. And it's a big hamster wheel. Dude, it's it was ridiculous. There's a wheel inside of a wheel on top of a wheel behind a pay wheel. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? It's so stupid, dude. And I, and they're getting away with it though. And like you said, I think there is a need for casual gameplay. And you know, Destiny's great because you load up, you see a lot of lights on the screen. It says you can go this way, or you can choose this path, or you can go do raids, or you can go do gambit, or you can just go do PvP. You know, and we'll find you some people to do it all. You know, um. But they've moved away from that model. Like back in the day, Destiny One, you remember? It was like there was, there was no matchmaking for Nightfalls. There was no matchmaking for raids. You know, it just, you, good luck. You know, find a group. Good luck. And they didn't even give you a way to find groups in the game. You had to do it outside. Like that was their big downfalls. They had really shitty matchmaking in general. You know, um, and there's no way to. There's no chats or there's no forums or there's no groups inside the game in Destiny One. It just you just had to go online you know um or they they had they used their website for a while you guys remember that these the uh was it bungie.net had their own like looking for group finder that was a piece of shit destiny tracker had its own lfg, had yeah, own LFG i use that chat. i use that ah, i use that all the destiny time destiny 2 lfg and discord was okay but you would still get fucking trolls yeah it was a mess <laughs> it was it was all bs but i mean that is what it is man 
I think it's stupid. And Vaughn Champion made a great point um, in chat earlier. So he said the Destiny community complained about lack of content during all of D1 and the incredible amount of downtime between expansions, which was 100% true. And then basically the community asked for it to be, to be drip fed content piece by piece until the new expansion comes out. You know, that's where this Destiny model comes in. So it's kind of like the community bitched about not having enough to do between expansions. But I feel like that's kind of what's going on with regular games. Like, for example, with World of Warcraft, right? They, I think Destiny, Destiny and World of Warcraft are very similar in this sense, where World of Warcraft has the same problem. They'll come out with content and they'll come out with a big expansion. So the next one's coming out, it's called Shadowlands. And what they do is they, they call it raid cycles. So they'll have like, a, we'll have their first raid that comes out. That gets you a certain amount of item level. And then throughout the, the life of the expansion, they make more and more raids so they usually have four raids per expansion and then in between those they'll add dun new dungeons new harder content you know and your goal is always the hamster wheel is to get higher item level by doing harder content so you have to do less hard content to get better item level right that's the that's the hamster wheel but there's there's only one way to get better gear and that's to do the content learn the encounters and be good at the game and and network with people there's, there's only one way to do it there's, you know, there's no paying. There's no way to cheat it. You can't force it. The only way you could potentially get by it, and which is kind of is very controversial, is to pay physical money to get gold within the game via WoW token. And then you can pay for items. But even then, those items only get you to a certain level. So if you want to get to the higher tiers of the game, you just have to be good and you have to play and you have to be in a raid team that does good shit like mythic content or heroic raids or whatever the case may be. I miss, I think that's why WoW is still around and there's why there's, there's, it's kind of like Halo 3. WoW reminds me of Halo 3 because you could be on and you could just do the casual content, no problem. If you want to just do normal and heroic dungeons and normal and looking for raid, like con raid content, you can. You can just find a group, no problem. But if you want to be competitive you can do that too you can do arenas that are rated you can do rated arenas that give you a rating every single week you can do rated battlegrounds you can do mythic content that locks you out every week but mythic raids are like fucking hard they're hard to do and it's a lot of coordination between 40 people it's a lot it's a lot um but there's no there's no getting around it if you want item level you gotta run you gotta do your shit and in destiny it's like they just give it to you now and the only way to bypass it is to do the one boring thing it's not run content it's run bounties that's the only way you're going to get stronger is running fucking bounties and RNGesus jesus giving you some loot <laughs> that's it that's all you can do man it's so dumb i just i hope halo infinite does not do anything like that I really, I'm really worried about the loot boxes in Halo Infinite, dude. Um, I don't, I don't think they're gonna bring forth the rec pack, which I, I, unpopular opinion, I don't think rec packs even freaking mattered because three months into the game, everyone had enough rec packs. Like explain just playing the game. Explain people for who are listening and don't aren't familiar. What's a rec pack? I don't know what, what the was fuck that? A yeah, rec pack. explain so design. And every time like, you played a match of Halo, you received things called rec points. And you could use those points to buy loot box packs. And in those packs, you had single-use items for a game mode called Warzone. And it was a big um, 12v12 game mode with 24 people, which was great. And as you played and you did performed well, you got... It's a really confusing system, but 
the further in you got and the more well you did, the better wrecks you could spawn in. So you had these like cards. Think like um Hearthstone, where you have like a uh, number of crystals that you can use to summon stuff. The yeah, further mana. into the game you got, yeah, the more mana you got. So mm -hmm. if you did well, you would get up to like five mana and then like six mana. And the six mana would be like a sniper rifle. So you could use your six points to spawn a sniper. <sighs> so instead of picking it up on there was no weapons on the map, you would just spawn with it. Yep. And Jesus. so Depending on what you what you got in your packs, there was these were single use items, so you'd have to like keep buying wrecks over and over again to get these items to replenish to use in Warzone. Uh, but there were like things called Nornfang, which is like a legendary sniper, which was a one shot body kill. Oh my so, god! Uh -huh. But and, and it was like a it was like a permanent damage boost while you had it equipped. It could destroy vehicles in two shots, so it, it was just counterplay. So but you had to be far enough in it to get enough mana, I guess, so to speak, to to bring those out. But I really didn't have much issue with that because if you played the game up to like level six, you had it. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. had plenty of rag. Um, I don't. It wasn't really. Yes, it was game changing, but you couldn't spam them. I couldn't just spawn a scorpion tank or a, a wraith or anything like that every round. So even if I paid to win, you still have to reach that point. And you have to do well enough to get to that point to spawn them. And even then, it's closer to end game if you're not doing too well. So even if you have to spawn like the strongest weapon. You're, right. you're doing an end game where chances are you might not have a chance to use it, especially if you die, because everyone rushes over and picks it up. Mm, that's and then true. And you don't get the weapon back. But so, I don't think they'll do that with it. What do you think they're gonna do instead? I think they're I think they're gonna do. They announced the coatings, where it's like five dollars for purple or something like that. Yeah. I think they're just gonna. It's gonna be like Destiny shaders, except they're gonna be locked behind. So I think it's gonna be like Overwatch. You have skins. Every skin is gonna be a loot box. Or you have to unlock it with points, or or some arbitrary thing like that. I don't think the sandbox is going to change. I think it's going to be a static sandbox, but everything is going to be earned through potential loot boxes. I wonder. I wonder if it'll be a tier system where you have to unlock this, this, and this before you can unlock this, and like, then uh, this, this, and this before you can unlock the next tier. Like Call of Duty. I I think okay. it'll be a battle pass system where you I have the fear of missing out stuff, and then they're going to have like a separate store like Fortnite does for weapon skins and Why such. Why is my camera so fucked up? It keeps blurring on you. Yeah, I don't yeah. pixelated why. Andy over here, <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a fucking Japanese porn. Me how? Pixel Peter. <laughs> no man. Um, I think I I one hundred percent think they're gonna do battle pass. I think they already are. Yeah. I mean, they're already introducing like again like the the whole community, especially on Reddit on on Reddit and Twitter, gave so much shit to Halo Infinite because literally the color purple is fucking four dollars and on top of that every halo game forever has always had two color choices that you can do like one primary and one secondary color and now it's just one color period like red. that's it so if you're red gotta, you're just red it's just now, it's gotta not, it's gotta be on my end because on my end the camera's right on discord and then uh -huh. your camera's blurry so it's gotta be me maybe yeah, yeah it's on your end because i see it on your on the discord too it's like blurry here and there it just gets blurry randomly now i'm not defending their decision but I don't really care because most of the time I'm killing someone anyways. Yeah. So it has the color has no impact on me. If I could get to the white color and just make my Spartan white like I always do, like that's fine. That's all I care about. Yeah, me too. Or if there's anything that's skill based, like if there's a name card or something like that, or if there's a battle pass for season one that comes with a name card, like Genshin Impact did, where there's this one exclusive thing to show that you were there at the beginning, I'll use yeah. that. That's yeah. all I care about. Like the monster skins that you can get from buying the monsters, I'll probably get that, and then I'll just use that the entire time. Yeah, There's, I'm, I'm the same way. Having the latest greatest is useless to me. Yeah, I'm the same way because in Destiny 2, I had 
my character looked the exact same forever. I had base shaders you can get into the game. And on top of that, I just had, um, you know, I had like, I had this many kills in PVP. Like that's I all I the, cared about showing. I, I had care. the black stuff, the black armory stuff all yeah. the way up until Saint came in. And then I changed all my stuff to Saints. And then I made it look like it was just like a burnt beat to fuck, just crispy fried Titan. And it there was like cinder, cinder char, like everything was torn up. He was missing a shoulder plate. Like yeah. it looked sick. I think that I'm glad they got rid of, if they get rid of rec packs, I'd be very happy if they do that. Um, Cause you're all right. I mean, it's not that annoying later on in the development of the game but we all know every halo game is it's like there's a mad rush in the beginning and then there's a core game of player there's a core there's like three phases like there's a mad rush in the beginning everybody and their mother plays is very casual there's a mid like four months five months into the game you got like the core group of players and then after eight months it's like just you know com competitive andy just is what it is people who are like dedicated to the game are gonna have like you said all the rec packs are possibly gonna want you know what i mean but I, i'm worried that the battle pass system is gonna be mostly fomo you know what i mean um but i don't think it's like me and you it's not gonna affect each other at all i just hope they use the battle pass system i mean they're gonna have to have something there's no there's no paying for the game right it's just you pay for the campaign yeah. i think right that's what they said so far they haven't yep. come out Dude, they haven't come out with anything yet. I don't even know what the fuck Yeah, it's saying. been delayed again, so they're just not going to say anything. They're not going to say I think, anything. Uh, back to the rec points. Um, if they can resolve the rec problem, if they do team-based matchmaking. Because mm. we can go into this for like 10 minutes if you want, but yeah. the, the way Warzone worked was 12v12. We would play as a group of 12. We were the, we were a Spartan company, so you had a 100-person clan. We would run Warzone like all day. And it's 12 people who are sweaty, who play this game a lot, who have all of these wrecks against 12 random people who mm. may not have anything. Just getting fucking and yikes. When we, we start, we're all sweaty. So about 10 minutes or not even 10, like five minutes into the game, we all have snipers. And what are you going to do against that? We all have mantises, <laughs> phaetons, the, over, the yeah. broken snipers. And to the other point, like when we were playing the assault where it's like the attack defense, we were on Reddit because people wanted to ban us because we had <laughs> we broke their spawn system. They were trying the, the Halo community was trying to ban us. You can watch. You, I, I can try to find it. I was trying to defend three four three and say like, "Hey guys, like it's not our fault that three four three spawn system sucks." Because yeah. on the back of a mongoose Halo five, you got unlimited grenades, right? So in Spartan uh, assault. You only spawn in like three locations and we had control of spawns if you look at a zone they won't spawn there so we would just sit there have two people sit in the spawn on one side and then had three mongoose just throw uh, mongoose grenades. throwing grenades and people would not spawn <laughs> and we saw from the other pov where they would have a countdown for their respawn and go five four three two one zero five four three it just started over again they didn't oh see their spawn they didn't see anything they just saw the overview screen of the map and bodies just going everywhere oh my god for the, for the next three minutes they couldn't do anything. They they legit could not spawn at oh. all. What would be a, what would be minutes. the title of this video? And Hold they would on. just you would randomly see like one somehow get out, and they would just get sniped instantly. They could probably. spawn vehicles, but we had someone on the the vehicle spawn. So as soon as you got your ghost, someone would hijack it. As soon as you came out of the spawn, so it's just they couldn't do anything. That's fucked. Our company's the Spartan company's name is Whiskey. There was a piece of armor called Achilles uh, that so they had. Spartan had company a, was called Whiskey. Yeah, our Spartan company is whiskey. So there's like a, a piece of armor 
that was out, you had to do all of these clan commendations. So you needed to get like half a million oh, kills. first to get Achilles. That's what's yeah, pulled up. We were, we were one of the, so there's only 98 people in our company at the time. So only 98 of us had this armor piece, this helmet at a time. Oh, dude, we dude. were the first people. This is the first comment that got pulled up. Okay, there's some random guy called The Anonymous. It's from uh, 2016. I played a full team of whiskeys and saunas three times in a row in Warzone Assault. Oh, oh god, the spawn kills. So, so many, so many spawn kills. Oh, terrible memories. I yeah. need to lie down. <laughs> so, I, I even, so in that thread, there was a thing saying whiskey needs to be banned. And I went and I said, hey guys, look. I, I don't condone the spawn killing because, you know, it, it sucks, but we have control. Broke That's game. Halo, what do you mean? Halo's always been about control. So what, what do you want us to do? You want us right. to let you out of spawn? We're just going to mow you down anyways. This game is 100% so, how it is. here's my counter, and I posted a picture. You can probably find that post. I posted a picture of an overview of the map, and I put I, I wrote out the entire strategy of how we break the spawn. And I said 343 has to address this. Right. It's the developer problem. They need to fix it. Here's how we're doing it. And if you want to know more, I'm happy to tell you everything that we're doing to break the sponsors. Oh my god. This and they still wanted to ban us. I got downvoted to shit. So I don't go on Reddit anymore because I, I've tried to help and I got downvoted. But hey, they man. did fix it. 343 did fix it and then we broke it again the next I think so, I see your like, Reddit post. Is this from March 12th, 2016? Probably. Were you making it? Were you, did you do this in, in the Forge world and showing them? Uh, potential. Here, let me have, see. Here, I got a, a bunch of donkeys on I, the picture. Like, I don't know. There's no donkeys. I don't see any donkeys. I don't know. I just posted Spartan in, in Link. Zone farming oh, no, simulator. I could try to find. I don't know. This is kind of overviewing. I guess what spawning system was like. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is. There was another Spartan company called the Sauna. Who yeah. <laughs> the like top. Huge the second top comment on that is quick load whiskey up into it they won't notice the difference <laughs> <laughs> whiskey worth it yeah so we were, we were no oh i i'm in this thread are you i'm in this thread you see dark night where uh is it are you in the uh it's the red it's the third or third reply from uh that comment saying load up whiskey to it they won't notice the difference you'll see my post there oh where is it where is it uh add sauna there uh <laughs> Thankful to be a part of the stuffed crust pizza where we never farm and strictly go for the core. <laughs> uh, I'm going to call it the Whiskey Warzone Simulator. They're not the only yeah. ones. Oh my god. So you were just like just shitting on people. So you think they're going to do the same thing in Halo Infinite? You think they're going to fix? The, there's got to be something I, they're going to be doing. because the, the fix is, okay, so we we didn't want to match these people. We wanted to match Sauna because they were the other Spartan company that had a huge ego problem. And we, I'm pretty sure, and I'm not trying to ego on them, I'm pretty sure we... Whenever I play with them, it was pretty much undefeated unless we were down a couple players. Right. But I think we were pretty much undefeated. Um, but we wanted to play them again. That was that was the fun thing. We all had to burn Rex because everyone would burn their their sniper rifles. They would burn all of the good weapons would get used against these guys because it was such a long match. Right. That's when you used them. That was the whole point of that. That that, that was what's, what they intended. What's uh, Osiris? There's another one that says perfect for whiskey and Osiris company. I think Osiris is another one, but I don't. I mean, if I don't remember them, they probably... They have a problem with that game. <laughs> no, that's them. I don't know. I don't know who the hell they were. Um, but that's weird. I mean, but, that's true. I mean, that's true, though. Every Halo game is based on spawns, and you can force spawns. Yeah, I mean, it just, it's it should, how you play the game. You can easily fix that by making... I always thought that the, it should start with... If they're going to be doing no skill-based match, like Reach, mm -hmm. you should start with a squad of the same size. If the match takes... If you're looking for people of the same match size, when we go, all three of us queue into matchmaking, we're searching for three. 
So by default, it should look for another group of three and then pair us with one one. Right. If it can't find anything, then you adjust those requirements to plus minus one. So if you have a team of eight in a 12 person game, you should be finding a, a group of nine or a group of seven and right. relax those restrictions a little bit. And as you progress, you get a little bit weaker and weaker. It should never be a point where you're playing against a team of 12 and 12 solo. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. Yeah, dude, Destiny did the same thing though. I think like Bungie did the exact same thing. Um, they didn't do it in Reach, but it was, they didn't Destiny for some reason. Like you'd be four stacks playing against, f you know, four ones, or you know, it's like six ones. I'm like what the fuck is happening right now? Especially in Control, be a six stack versus four six randoms. I'm like okay, what the fuck? Yeah, and I, I think they still had skill based on that too, because there's a lot of times where I would be God. solo queue, and there were some really bad teams of four. Mm -hmm. uh, it was there's like, a reddit was post like two posts below that that's i replaced the guns with lego star wars blaster in the halo 2 and halo 3 cover art <laughs> that sounds oh about right my god yeah dude the halo community is i mean it's pretty fun dude they're a good community of people and but it is i mean and then you have people like yin who are in whiskey company just fucking wrecking everybody's day and everyone to play big team battle ever again or Warzone, for that matter and this is what they it is, man. Discord. Dude, they I think. Discord right now. Do you think they're going to do a Warzone again? Or do you think they're gonna, just going to keep it? I thought the Warzone I mean, idea was like, like, it was cool. It was like I PvE, the idea of Warzone. BP, I, or whatever. It was so much fun. To have. It was. It felt like real big team battle again. But it wasn't, again, Halo 5 sandbox was super sweaty. It does not have the same feel as Halo 3 where the BR had such bad accuracy that you could, couldn't really cross map. Right. Like it, it was difficult to cross map in in Halo Reach. I mean, you still have the or sorry, Halo Five. You still have the DMR, which can cross map. You had sniper mm. spawning, so it, it still doesn't feel the same. It, it was still too competitive. You have to have that ability for someone to get into Warthog and not immediately get sniped out of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel if they had um, would be cool is they had like a like a base takeover type game play. That'd be cool as fuck. Like kind of like a like a Guild Wars two. My dog is whining. Lucy, come here. What are you doing? Just whining for no reason. They did have that with uh, Warzone. The um, well, Warzone was that there was five bases. You had your home base and you had three center bases. Right. No, I mean, yeah. um, kind of like I'm thinking more like a World of War, like a, like a Guild Wars two or or Lineage two type effect. Basically, to like put it in Guild Wars two effect. It was like you had your main big base, right? But then you had these kind of like small little bases, but it took like things you had to do to actually get the base. Whereas I remember you had to like just hold the territory for a little bit in war, yeah. like in Warzone, right? This one was like you had to break down the wall, and then from that wall you had to go to this turret, you know, take this turret down. And so there's like there gave more chances for counterplay, you know, rather than just like take the base, hold the base for thirty seconds, and then it's yours. You know what I'm saying? So reach, reach invasion. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, yeah, I wish they had something like that. If they have something like that, where it's like one giant base, but there's like all these like micro things you have to do in order to open up the next like it'll be like three rows, like you know the outer wall, the inner wall, and the the main zone. And it's like it would yeah. give that'd be awesome because there's more there's increased pressure to like do well as a team. Um, and then it's like yeah, attack and defend. So you'd have one game where you'd be defender, one game where you'd be the attacker, and then you flip flop, and then you know best of three or whatever. You know, I feel that'd be if fun. They did like where you had a whole bunch of different options to push on a map, and every time you completed one of those objectives, your spawn got moved up a little bit closer. Like if there was a large base with a hole in the wall, it can be destroyed with like an explosive, right? Or you could like plant the explosives, or you go inside the base, you press a button and open this door from the inside, right? And every one of those small 
objectives kind of moves your spawn a little bit closer. Like you're trying to overtake a keep like medieval times. It would be so yeah, kind of exactly. I just don't know how they would balance the Halo I, with the way it feels, but I don't know. I, I feel there's like, so much potential with that. I know it almost have to be like um, like Halo Reach, where you go to space, like or or like you're taking over a Covenant ship or something like that. You know what I mean? Like it have to be like one team is Covenant, one team is is spartan and like the first thing you have to do is defend them from landing their ships onto the onto the main mothership or whatever that's the first oh, thing like yeah like battlefront you have to do that first and then if they get through if they actually like but you should be able to fly the fucking planes like you know what i'm saying like you actually have have people like people who are troop carrier pilots and people who are troops and then people who are just like fighter jet pilots like trying to like get onto the ship and then if they get on the ship then they have to take the bridge and then when they take the bridge you know they have to fight off the defenders or whatever like that'd be cool as hell man that'd be so much fun but i don't know if they're gonna keep doing that um yeah we can keep going dude we got time we ain't going nowhere um dude but what what would you like to see in halo 5 what would be the one thing that would be like if you could say just one thing that'd be like, if they had, this would be good. I want and I want a social, I want okay. a social experience that anyone, an ability for anyone of any skill level to enjoy the game. Yeah. That that's all I want. I don't got, care if, if you got an eight year old kid, first time ever playing halo. First time he's touching a controller. Sweet. If you've got a 35 year old boomer, that's, been playing mlg since fucking 2000 whatever good Do yeah it. yeah i i want it to be able to maintain a player base like yes you, they, there is no community anymore like it's dead they killed it there's people who are diehard halo fans that always plead we want old halo but until they make it peelable to everyone again that's not going to happen like halo 4 was casual but mm -hmm. still kind of sweaty um, with the matchmaking, Halo Five was too sweaty. There's no casual experience, so anyone who's new to the game is immediately turned off, especially with the amount of Smurfs because of how they did Halo Five. Right. Like it just so, and it. it I mean, Halo Five didn't even add social playlists until like six months into the game. There was only ranked it's, in Warzone. Like, what so is stupid. that? How do you how do you botch that so poorly? <laughs> so stupid. It's too little, too late, and you put MMR in that, so people still match. Like. That doesn't make sense, man. Right. And we st we talked about that? that too. Is like, you know, the first four months of any Halo game is always the biggest rush and the most casual. And then it just gets just, worse. So at, you're going to add it in month, what did you say, six? Like, come on, bro. It took them six months. Yeah. Six but months. give us the four. Give us, they, they took them what, a year for Forge. Give people, take, do you just take an extra year and put some more love into the game? You don't yeah. even have to make maps anymore. You just give people the creator like they did on Windows 10. Yeah. You have the you can do the editor with the keyboard and mouse. Let everyone make the maps for you because your map designers are terrible. Stop yes. making asymmetrical maps. Let people make the sweaty MLG ones and give them options to make nice variety. Like they added the shaders have a playlist option. just for forge creation. Just one yes. playlist all forge just, creations only. And everyone will complain that the maps are trash, but eventually they'll get weeded out. Like they're they're the tools that they have now are so good. You could just you can offload the entire map making creation to that. Yeah, we give with, people the option. I'm with Yin. My bladder is about to explode. I'm going to hit the restroom real quick. Okay, go. It's okay. <laughs> you probably noticed I've been bouncing back and forth. Yeah, I see the bouncing the over 20 there. minutes. We'll, we'll, we'll stagger this. He can go and then I'll go after. Cause okay, I also that works. Uh, in the meantime, um, I will show everyone my dog who has finally come to lay down a little bit. If I can show it on screen or not. Okay, I, I, will, I will run real quick then. All right, run. And I'll, I'll rant. I'm good at that. 
good the rants. Yeah, stream. Yeah, you are. I know. It is what it is, man. I like to talk. That's why I started a podcast. <laughs> I like talking, man. It's good to be able to talk. I have noticed though, Zion, and this is one random thing. Um, my wife and I went to a dinner the other day with another couple that I hadn't seen in a while. And based in Filipina? Uh, no. Uh, it was uh just just friends of mine that live around town, and uh, it's cool, man. Like, it was interesting how much more I'm listening to people, if that makes sense. Like really digesting what they're saying, processing, you know, processing it and, and um, either making a rebuttal or agreeing or disagreeing. Like, I feel like one thing I've noticed that I think everybody does is, it's like they're trying to get to their next point. You know what I mean? Um, Whereas keep moving along, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going. Yeah, or not just that, they're trying to find a space where they have to try and interject some kind of information or like holding on to something, whereas they're not really listening to what the other person is saying. If that makes sense. It's weird. But it was nice to have this um to have this dinner with these people because it's like we were able to ask questions and where I was really I was like more interested in what they were saying and like digesting it. I don't know. It's just starting doing this podcast is starting to bleed into other aspects of my life. You know, I'm feeling like I'm I'm being I'm getting better at communicating and just, and also being you know listening and not trying. I'm not trying to make a point other than when I rant because I just sometimes that's a little bit different. I just like to rant and just get it off my chest. That's more than anything, you know. But. Um, it's not necessarily so much of a disagreement against things though, or trying to get my point across. I think in the Marine Corps, that was the worst. Everybody was like, especially in the barracks, like, oh my God, if you guys, if I could just bring a microphone into a barracks, oh my God. (laughs) Dude, (laughs) Navy boot was bad. It'd be so bad, dude. Well, imagine being in the fleet, like drunk, hating life, you know, and just talking all the shit just all the shit it's 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 impossible to describe because you've got people who are playing rap music next door to people who are trying to play guitar next to people who are literally fighting across the hall from one person who's running down the hallway naked drunk and then you've got like it's just it's a madhouse every barracks is a madhouse it's there's no just there's no way to describe it there's nothing like that in the civilian world high school but adult version high school but you're stuck there you're like if if 300 people got stuck in one building for two years straight drunk high school but everybody's got the same rules and nobody yeah Yeah. everybody hates life everybody's drunk everybody misses home and everybody's in one building all together and there's (laughs) ego and testosterone and it's there's it's a fucking mess (laughs) It's just, there's no, there's way no shower. It. There's no shower curtains. There's no shower curtains. Well, luckily in a barracks, usually you have your own room, but you usually have two. If you're a lance corp, like in the Marine Corps at least, if you're a lance corporal, you have two roommates, so it's three people to a room. Corporal gets two people to a room. Sergeant gets one person per room. And usually outside of that, there's like staff sergeant barracks, but most of the people are married and have kids by then, so they're usually in a housing, right? Um, it's a fucking mess, dude. Because imagine you are a Lance Corporal and you've got three people in your room and everyone on that floor is a Lance Corporal. So they all have just three people per room. So you can imagine how many, how much bullshit is going on per room. Now yeah. amplify that by 20 rooms on a single floor. <laughs> it's a fucking madhouse, dude. 
<laughs> it's like living in the insane yeah. asylum, but it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um. Okay, I forgot to ask you, what is your favorite game, Yen? Absolute favorite, hundred percent. Like, if he's even back yet. Has he? Uh, yeah. It's yeah, no, I've been. Um, I probably have to say Reach. I I do have yeah. to probably say Reach, just because that was like the heyday. That was when Halo community was at its peak. Mm -hmm. That's when I had a lot of interactions with people. That's how you know I got the I mean decent at video games in general. I really think Reach kind of set the bar. Yeah. I know a lot of people didn't like it because of the armor abilities and the armor lock, but once you move past that and you move past the title update bloom fix because before before title update it was awful but the the 85 percent is it's nice i think mm -hmm. I, I don't know i think reach without a doubt was the best interaction i've had not not solely because of the game but because of the community right and i we didn't ask you this either because we've, we've been talking for a while and it's, it's been awesome dude i forgot to ask what was the first game you ever played like what was the game that got you into gaming in the first place uh i don't actually remember if it was Super Nintendo or if it was a Game Boy Pocket. Hmm. Um, my parents want me to get into gaming, but my uncle had bought me a Super Nintendo. And I believe the first game I played was Yoshi's Island. Oh, I no think, shit. <laughs> I think, yeah. So Yoshi's Island, I think, was the first video game I played. And my parents were like, oh, crap. Uh -oh. So from that point on, I was kind of like addicted to this. This Yoshi's Island game was so hard for a child, but man, yeah, because the controls were dog shit. <laughs> And hearing the baby cry was just the most awful thing in the world but <laughs> but from there that kind of spawned that whole string of addiction all right did your did your parents not want you to game i i don't i think that was around the time where it was kind of seen as like a bad thing like oh, gaming yeah. having a it was like oh it's addicting we don't know the long-term effects of this kind of thing and no, it was no different than watching a movie or being addicted to movies. That's it's just that you're playing thing. something instead. Yeah, I think it was harder. I think I was right there with you. I think we're part of the generation where um, just technology moves so quickly, just so, so fast. It went from I was reading a post the other day about this for people in my generation. And like, you're only a couple years behind me, but it's like, you know, we went from these VHS to DVDs to now streaming content we're in right. the span of uh, 20 years. 20 years that's like a blink of the yeah. eye we went from you know phones being on the wall to, to phones being in your pocket yeah. to phones being a fucking supercomputer yeah exactly and so i think parents were like they grew up where for 40 years it was radio tv and newspapers that was it that was, that was your fighters 96 nice crazy dude you know that was that was your that was your thing dude you know what i'm saying those are your three avenues of entertainment deal with it you know and it took forever from radio like for the tv to come into play and the evolution of the tv evolution of tv took 50 fucking years but we went from box tvs to to like people were not even really watching tv anymore in 20 years that's crazy Nope. Yeah. Just I don't, I don't. I don't watch normal TV. The only time I do is if I'm watching like the news before work for checking the weather. I just stream. and even then half the time I just look on my phone. For exactly. The you just look on your phone. Like I, dude, I watch TV in bed on my phone. That's fucking all I do, bro. That's crazy. That's all I do. Uh, Battletoad was very. Actually, my wife played Battletoad. That was her first game. She loved Battletoads. That's what got her. But she's not really a gamer. But she that was the first game she really got into. Mario sixty four Kart. First game that really got me into gaming, I would say, it was, um, I mean, I played a lot of Nintendo and a lot of Mortal Kombat. Um, 
those I played those solo, but what really got me into like wanting to game a lot more was social games like um like I uh X-Men. I played X-Men on Sega Genesis. That shit was awesome. I didn't get into fighting games until a lot later, probably like 12, 13, 14, 15. Mm-hmm. My first fighting game I think was like Injustice 1 and then Injustice 1 somehow I went down the rabbit hole of Smash. Then we did Smash and then we did King of Fighters and then we did uh Oh God, Marvel vs. Capcom, and then we did uh, a couple of the other games: Injustice 2, Smash Ultimate, uh, Brawlhalla is okay. Dank's been trying to get me to play it on stream, and I'm like, eh, I, I don't have a controller, so I can't really play PC stuff. All right, I've tried Brawlhalla; it's okay. It's not a great game. I think it's a, it's fun. It's got its own genre of things. It's like it's like a League of Legends, but in an arena, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. It's not a okay game. Um, are there any games you're really looking forward to, Yen? I I seldom buy games now. Hmm. Um, it it really, I with the way that early access works now and the change in the industry, no, not particularly. I know there are a lot of people looking forward to Cyberpunk, but anytime you see these kinds of delays, it's it should be an immediate red flag to everyone. Hmm. Like I don't recommend pre-ordering games anymore. I I recommend just waiting. Waiting for the people who are content creators to come out and give their their word first. Find people that you trust and go off of that. That's I, why I waited like three days before I I was excited for Valhalla, and then I waited, 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 and I started seeing reviews on it, and everybody was like, "Sick, but it's gonna die off," and then you just turn into a lot of grinding. And yeah, it, it, it's a lot of grinding because the Assassin's Creed games mm-hmm. have turned into half the game time is exploring the map and getting all the V points and opening the map up, and then. Right you do your content of story mode progression armor weapons all that right so you know what you're getting into before you buy it because you right. already have that idea okay i'm about to spend sixty dollars on this experience but i know i'm spending it so you know that you're not going to be disappointed because you know it's going to be that sort of thing right i used to do that too i was on that, that hamster wheel of like constantly pre-ordering games buying like especially on ps4 i bought a lot of games that i i would beat and i'm like all right that was fun and but i i feel like there's a lot of games where i'm like i bought and i never touched i'm like well fuck I pre-ordered this, cold know. war yeah i haven't but pre-ordered a game prior in a to time. cold war i haven't pre-ordered a game since black ops 3 so yeah. that tells you my timeline and that's the last cod that i've fucking full sale sweated i was master prestige like 310 on that right. game i pre-ordered i pre-ordered uh master chief edition uh, i mean i was the last, i think it's the last game i pre-ordered the only other game i actually that's not true the only other game i have pre-ordered recently is new world because it's an mmo i know the gameplay i've seen i've been watching videos on all the content creations i've seen all the alphas i've seen all the, i haven't played the betas but it looks like a game i'll have some fun with so i'm like all right i'll pre-order that and i know it's coming out i know you know that i know what the I'm, i know what i'm getting into you know what i'm saying um I think the pre-order bonuses now, I, this is a weird thought, but pre-order used to be the only way for you to kind of get that the FOMO stuff. You know, you get your pre-order items yeah. and stuff like that. But now with Battle Pass, it's pointless. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, Godfall's pre-order stuff was getting zero sword as, like, a, an, an equipable item. Right. But it's, like, beginner level tier. It doesn't exactly. advance as you progress. It stays locked at the, like, you're going to be fighting in-game enemies and going, exactly <laughs> exactly dude same thing like i learned that like division was notorious for that you get the pre-order bonus items and it was only good for like 10 levels you're like I mean, you have to, yeah and you replace it you're like well it's fucking stupid like why did i get this thing <laughs> you know it's dumb um i think you're gonna see a change from pre-order bonus 
Game Pass is, I think, possibly the future. And mm. with Microsoft, any first-party game that comes out, you have day one. You no longer have to pre-order. As long as you have an active Game Pass subscription, it's on there. Right. So I didn't have to pre-order Master Chief Collection. I just pre-installed it, and then as soon as midnight hit, I started playing. Right. See, that's smart. See that paradigm shift, because I know PlayStation is now following suit with that, um, with a, a, a small selection with their PlayStation 5 stuff, but I know Bloodborne is part of that that library, but I think that's kind of where the direction is going to end up going. But yeah, because well, PlayStation 4 has something called PlayStation Now they tried to install, but that was a yeah. fucking... Dude, that was a money grab. Oh my god. That, that was, that you was, paid 20 fucking dollars. Did you hear? Do you know the madness behind that? Do you, it, it was cloud-based, right? It, it's just like... Um, it was it was cloud-based, but it was running on PS3s. All right, I'm not you don't you don't know about this? Okay, all right. So what happened is this: it was a cloud-based service, and it only had a certain amount of slots. Because what would happen is they'd be run, they basically just stuck together a ton of P PlayStation 3s, and they put all these old games on PlayStation 3s, and they made it cloud-based. The problem was this: you had to pay 20 bucks a fucking month. $20 a month to play whatever game you wanted, but that was a lie. Because only based on the amount of like depends how many people were renting that game it was like a blockbuster that's what you're paying for you're basically playing for blockbuster premium and you had to wait Ugh. to play a game because they didn't have enough server space because they were running on fucking ps3s <laughs> such a fucking piece of shit that's so, so bad that's so bad oh god but yeah now besides Besides Infinite, besides Cyberpunk, I'm looking forward to this coming from the guy that's tired of MMOs. I think New World, I've been looking more into it, is going to be a little bit more interesting. There's a guy um, I watch. I'm going to give him a shout out real quick. Let me look his stuff real quick. I, um, I'm interested in New World. Really? Do you play yeah. World? Do you play any MMOs? No, I mean, I'm willing to give well, this a shot. You met him on D2. Well, that's not with an yeah. MMO. It doesn't count. Excuse I, me. I don't have a problem with it. Like, I. Any of those games that have like strong investments, I mean, middle school for me was like RuneScape, so it's yeah. not like I haven't played an MMO before. I know that's not really like hardcore MMO life. From no, the pre-alpha no, stuff, it looks bare bones, but it looked intriguing. It's um, it's a I would call New World a MMO light edition because it's there's no instance content, there's gonna be no raiding. It's gonna be mostly PvP big pvp which i love that's one of the things i'm going for that game because i love like big like 40 versus 40 pvp takeover like like it's gonna be fun trust me you're gonna be like taking over dungeons and taking over towns and like it looks fucking cool but most of the content is just going to be inside the world just kind of like guild wars 2 there's no instance content and it's mostly just going to be just kind of like a slower version uh, but it looks like the progression seems pretty cool uh, but yeah, so this guy named Sir Medieval as S-E-R and then space Medieval. I subscribed to him a while ago. He's got a ton of content on uh, New World. He's been following this game forever since like they announced it. So he's got tons and tons and tons and tons of content and it goes over everything about it. Um, so shout out to Sir Medieval, dude. Great content, dude. I've been following you for a while. Um, I didn't. So what was you played RuneScape? RuneScape is a. That is the truest of true MMOs. That thing is that's an old school MMO right there, man. Yeah, that, was, that yeah, shit's good. I have a buddy of mine who, um, a Galley. You guys have seen him. He plays uh plays with me once in a while. We we're playing last night Transmog runs. Um, he played RuneScape since it came out. Like that's a true MMO. That's old school MMO right there. Man, yeah, man. I played that for like two or three years. I was uh, and that was a good time. <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm not, I, I'd never go back. I think no, their player yeah. count, they have like a live player count because they split their, their player base. They did like a revamp or something yep. where they yep. changed the combat. And if you look at the player counts, like they stopped updating the old version and then they keep updating the new, but people don't like the new. So now it's like 100,000 players total among both servers. So yep. I, I think it's like dying because they're trying to figure out what to do. And I think they're kind of dropping the ball. Yeah, they they definitely did drop the ball. They had they added a subscription model to it, and they add so basically what they did is they they reskinned it. They they just started they updated the graphics and they updated the combat and they made, they reskinned the the camera angles. That's pretty much it. Um, I never played a ton. I played the old school RuneScape back in the day, but when they did the split, I was like, yeah, fuck this, whatever. Back that's it was no point. You could just go play World of Warcraft. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. I'm gonna, if I'm gonna pay subscription, I'm gonna actually pay for like updated graphics. You know, in a better game it is what it is um and the grinding in that game is like old school it's it's very old school mmo style of just like the super grind which is like if you want it if you want to be better at mining you better go mine for eight hours straight and then you get like two levels good luck <laughs> like if you're lucky you know that stuff was ridiculous man well we are already uh Two hours and twenty minutes into this podcast, dude. That was a good one. Dad, have you ever done a podcast before? You said you did one, right? Yeah, I've done two before. You no, know, two before. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, they weren't they weren't this long. Yeah. Nor were they as entertaining or more like grilling about the Halo community. It's kind of like okay, dude. But yeah, this one's way better. Okay, that's, dude. Nah, that's not how. Okay, me and, dude. <laughs> that's not how me and Zion roll, dude. I think it's more fun yeah. just to like just bullshit don't have we don't have to talk Be about the anything. boys you don't have to objectify your shit every time yeah. you open your mouth nope nope it is what All it right. is man but i'm um, gonna go get something to eat and word. make some big fucking setup changes are you gonna, gonna get eat, that eat and eat i'm gonna <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> i'm gonna set that mic up and then i'm gonna get this uh pad for the computer chair down word um so yin tell people online if they're listening in where can they find you i will be posting it on top of that in the youtube video when i gets posted as well um but let people know where, they, where can they find you bro well when i actually stream if i ever stream you can check me out on yinvoked and if you just add me on discord uh yin 4 or if you just go to the tracker network discord you can find me there Dope. probably the easiest way to do it don't you have your own discord as well i do but the, I mean, you can the post the link to it if you want. It's called the, the temple. temple. It's called the temple. Yep, and we run game nights every Saturday, or hopefully every Saturday. Question: What? Can we mix it up next weekend and make it not Among Us? Mm. It, so we were talking about that actually, um, because Jackbox. it's Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, we were depending on how many people. Uh, a lot of people still want to play Among Us though, so I, I'm not sure. Well, we can do like a split and have like a rotating lobby of okay we've got this set amount of people that want to play among us and then if people start getting tilted or like last night with shenanigans uh shenanigans. having uh people leave the server and get toxic but yeah <laughs> i know what you're talking about uh-oh i know what you're talking about we um, talk about it off podcast is kind yeah. of yikes honestly uh-huh. we'll talk about we'll talk about <laughs> it off podcast great. that's fine um the uh i don't i'm not opposed to having like two separate lobbies running either like if we want to have a yeah, game we can have like the we can have the skilled lobby going and then we can have like a uh somebody yeah. streaming jackbox right yeah i'm okay with growing this into something bigger if that's if that's what people want like i'm totally down for it and i know yeah. um there's been a couple asks to have two game nights a week i just don't want to run out of game 
Yeah. Right. Like you don't want to. The reason we split among us across week to week is if you play too many rounds in a row in one session, you just get burnt. Yeah. Or if you play and, it like right. back to back to back to back days, you just yeah. Oh, fuck. What are you, you doing? Two, two, two nights a week. You're running among us. You're gonna get tired of it. Especially yeah. if you, even if we add Jackbox. There's only so many times you can play Fibbage and. No, draw full yeah, and stuff but like there, that. You gotta think there's also like what five different packs. Yeah, no, no. I, I'm, I'm. I just mean like if we play, if we do two new game nights, I'm just scared of two game nights a week. People getting tired of whatever. Yeah, we need yeah. a. Yeah, with, I mean, it's got to be. We can also scale. find other stuff too. I'm sure. Yeah, pummel party. Pummel hey. party is a good one. I still hey. have that. I still have that installed. Even I don't have that's one party of the, at all. Bruh. Bruh. Do you, I don't buy shirts. I don't have pole part, bro. I don't have no. That's the one where you're the. Do I have it's the part? little stick figure, dude, and it's like Monopoly, except. Oh, there's, I do have that. Yeah, there's yeah, the yeah, Halloween yeah. map where the mm -hmm. big dude with the mallet would run one. up and whack yeah, your ass. That's Mario the Party. One. Yeah, I got that one. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah, it's, it's Mario Party except stick was... figure, and the the mini games are like there's one where it's fucking there's shotguns upstairs and downstairs, and whoever gets the oh, most kills gets the best so rewards. Bad. That one sucks. There's uh the jump one where it's like jump and duck, jump and duck underneath the little paddles that are rolling towards you. Um, there's. I'll get the sub if you beat me. In what? In, in that oh. mini game. Oh. In that, that one? Game. Yeah, yeah, you'll beat the end in that game. Bro. I was pretty good at that one, but oh, I'm not gonna say. I'm challenge not gonna say accepted. Was... I'll, I'll get the sub if you do that. Oh God. Gonna go down, bro. Well, we'll do that next week. We'll see. If we oh, guys, next week I will be gone. Um, I'm gonna post it on my Twitter too. I'm going down to Florida. Basically, just gonna go. Like, I'm super scared of COVID still, so I'm basically just gonna go chill and hang out with my mom in the apartment, and then we're gonna go to the beach. And that's about it. That's gonna be my life for the next couple Something days. Better than My parents are gonna be hunting on Thanksgiving, so I'm gonna have the house to myself. <laughs> yeah. Are you doing also? If you guys are streaming next week, just let me. I'll be lurking, be coming to hang out. Uh, so I work. Monday, it looks like it's going to rain Tuesday. Wednesday, I should be back to work. And then I have Thursday, Friday for a four day weekend guaranteed. Word. Okay. We'll so let it work, man. I should be doing a Thanksgiving slash Black Friday stream. Sweet. Cool, guys. I'll be well, available on the weekend. And you'll be here on the weekends? Yep. I won't be here like Wednesday to Friday, but I'll be here on the weekend okay. for game night. Cool. All right, guys, we are out of here. Uh, my name is Leveled AF. My co-host here, Mr. Zion Yeet. There's the button. New is coming. Uh, our guest today is Yin Vote. You can find us on YouTube. You can just go to leveledaf.com. All of our stuff's on there. Um, you can make sure to follow. Yin Vote is also on Discord, Twitter, and more importantly, is now on Twitch once in a while. So make sure to check him out. And if you weren't here live, you can still check us out every Sunday, 2 p.m., uh, and also just follow me personally on Twitter and I will let you know if there's any changes. So you guys have an excellent one. And as always, thanks for coming by. Appreciate you guys. See you next time. Peace. Later.